Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, welcome to episode 215 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on May 4th, 2016, and my name is Dan Gorman, and the White House wants to know, is everything okay with the alien spacecraft from Planet 10, or should we just go ahead and destroy Russia? My name is Casey Lyons, and Petey, Ellen... <laughs> My name's Greg Legrone. and you don't have the authority to declare happy birthday. <laughs> uh, we're all very weird and cryptic today. <laughs> we have tons of stuff to talk about this week. Uh, two of us went and saw Keanu. Actually, one of us saw Keanu, and one of us saw a special, <laughs> special correspondence. correspondence. One of us went to the movie theater and saw Mother's Day. We will talk about... Uh, an album by Toronto's own Grays. We will talk about tons of stuff off the top, but first, if you'd like to get in touch with us, please do so by emailing info at modernsuperior.com. Rating and reviewing us on iTunes, going to modernsuperior.com, listening to all those shows there. Uh, you can comment on the threads on the website as well. And tell all your friends about us in real life. Uh, shout out to Richmond Pope on iTunes for the review. He said, there are a lot of podcasts out there now where two or three guys sit around and talk about movies. This is another one of them, but I think <laughs> I think it is one of the best. Uh, so thank he you thinks. so much. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. <laughs> well, it might just be one of them. <laughs> but, but, I mean, if you think about it, probably about... Uh, Eight million of the nine million podcasts there yeah. are are three white guys sitting around <laughs> right. talking. So if we're maybe one of the best. That's yeah. still pretty good. Okay. <laughs> so thank you so much for that. Yeah, uh, thanks. Uh, keep those reviews thanks, coming Popey. in. Uh, but before we get to anything else, then let's get into the itty bitty tidbit committee where yeah. we talk about movie news, trailers, uh, anything that's been going on in the world of news, mm. and then we'll also get to what we've been watching this week outside mm. of film roulette. Yeah. So how do you guys want to start out? On the news tip. News. I feel like the one thing that I made sure to get the details on uh, with notes was I sent you guys a message on Facebook that a uh, company and director slash writer yes. was working on a reboot slash sequel of the Puppet Master series. Right. I'm going to be so fucking bummed if this doesn't if this is all just yeah. kind of uh, conjecture and it it's was very like, weird and it was announced like with a poster that looks really cool but yeah. then casey you couldn't find anything about it no but and then eventually it was announced like the next day officially yeah, yeah. that i uh, haven't checked imdb today about no it, but, yeah uh, no but yeah s they've gotten uh, they've hired s craig zoller 
to write it, not necessarily directed it. I didn't, I didn't see that word anywhere. So I think no. that maybe he's just doing the first script for them. They say from the people who brought you yeah. Bone Tomahawk, meaning Craig Zoller, yeah, and uh, and the people who brought you fourteen oh eight, yeah. Which uh, I'm th- if that means um, those two dudes who also did uh, People versus O.J. Simpson, I'm way yeah. on board. Yeah, well, it says. What I wrote down was it says uh, D. Bonaventura Pictures, 1408, right. and Caliber Media, Bone Tomahawk, are partnering up to develop a brand new take on Charles Band's cult classic horror film, Pup Master. And they want to make like a film universe out of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's Which is like nothing but a fucking brilliant <laughs> idea. It's <laughs> a really weird idea. It's puppets. Did you guys hear it? They are committed to it being uh, no CGI, though. Oh, yeah. They've said that. They're like, theirs won't work otherwise. Which is good. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. So the the synopsis that I found is as is as follows: A recently divorced young man discovers a mint condition blade doll in his deceased brother's closet and plans to sell the toy at a convention in Oregon celebrating the 30th anniversary of the infamous Toulon murders. All hell breaks loose, and uh, during the auction, when a strange force animates all the various puppets throughout the convention uh-huh. as they go on a bloody killing spree. Um, Here's the thing: Yeah, I feel like this synopsis relies too much on knowledge of the earlier movies yeah like i don't think it necessarily the fact that does there's it... a convention celebrating the anniversary of the events of the first film it's just kind of like i ah, just make a movie with killer puppets man yeah did you say a blade puppet a blade puppet is i was assuming that's what the name of the main puppet the main was guy not with the like a, with the blades not no. like a wesley snipes puppet no no right. <laughs> it's I, a I, puppet with tax just throwing out there it might be yeah might be an all right idea, though. If this movie starred a Wesley Snipes puppet. But not Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Somebody doing a fairly bad Wesley Snipes impression. Wesley Snipes as Blade again. <laughs> I, no, just, I just felt like, I, I don't know. I think it's fine. I think that's kind of like a nod to the old one while at the same time going, because they said nothing other than at the, the auction, a strange force animates the puppets. Yeah, yeah. And I want no more explanation. No, no. Yeah. I but, just uh, like I, lightning. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, and not CGI lightning. Yeah, that, uh, that uh, really bad animated lightning. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, have you guys seen the first one in a while? No, it's been a really it's long been time. A long time. Uh, yeah. I bought it at on Blu-ray like two or three years ago, and I got Charles Band to sign it. And then, uh, where did you get Charles Band to sign it? At a convention. Didn't he but, die? No. <laughs> did a strange force animate your tape at this convention? Yeah, a strange force Blu-ray. animated Charles Band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Money. <laughs> strange. <laughs> Ooh, I'm broke. <laughs> Time to go to Toronto. Um, no, that movie is boring as shit, man. It is really? the first Puppet Master is not good. I'm sorry. Like, there's some great moments, and the puppets themselves are really cool, They're like awesome. the barfing leech and stuff. But like. Like, an hour of that movie is just them sitting around, talking, walking around a mansion. It's Looking for puppets? Looking for puppets that are there. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But there are some of the, some of the later like ones. There's four get sequels, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen any of those? Uh, I don't I think, think that I have. three is pretty good. I think I've seen, well, I think I've seen like four <laughs> or something. There's a lot of them, and then they just started using the footage over and over again. Yeah. Because they nice. did Puppet Master versus... Demonic toys, right. or Doll Man versus pup mil- yeah, demonic yeah, toys yeah, yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like those Doll Man movies. Doll Man now, pretty fun. Now yeah. this is where 
I the say whole idea. Doll yeah, right. But that's the thing. This but is where the whole idea Tim of the, though. Yeah. no one else is doll band. This is where the whole idea of the expanded universe. They've already done that. They were the first ones to do the expanded. Yeah. Universe. This is true. I that's didn't even think about that. This yeah. is the template for the MCU. <laughs> yeah, is so, demonic toys versus doll. Yeah, yeah. so they've yeah. got to bring in doll man at some point. Yeah, totally. I'm very optimistic about this whole thing. Yeah, I think great. with the right. I think with the right people. I I just think the. I'm worried about the like company names being attached to these movies as being like too much of a hey we made some good stuff so we're attached to this thing get excited and uh-huh. I, and then I feel like it's still going to be some it could, there's a potential to still be pretty stupid well, shit. I, they must no. have something going on here for S. Craig Zoller to be yeah. like yeah you know what this is I, I got a lot of hype and a lot of buzz off of Bone Tomahawk last year. This, this is the weirdest thing <laughs> they can do right now. And think about it. We're always talking about how they should remake. They shouldn't remake good movies. They yes. should remake movies that could potentially be good, yeah. but that just weren't. And yeah. Puppet Master is one of those. For sure. Totally. Puppets and shit like that. Puppets yeah. with little blades for hands. Yeah. Uh, barfing <laughs> leeches. Um, these are these all have great potential in the right uh-huh. hands. And if Craig Zoller's name is attached to it, I'm on board. Me yeah. too. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So Puppet Master coming soon. Hopefully, let's let's see what yeah. happens. That guy clearly can think of some pretty fucked up shit. So, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he he did one thing that still one haunts thing me. In that movie, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that movie yet? You no, watch that I'm movie? gonna. It's on my. Uh, I actually thing that happens. Oh it yeah, weekend. you haven't yeah. seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm bracing myself for that said thing. Yeah. <laughs> and Is I it? kept thinking, like, because I saw it, and and I came here, and I was like. This thing happens in it that's one of the worst <laughs> things I've ever seen in a movie. And then I started to think, well, I don't want... What if I'm a pussy? <laughs> what if everyone's like, was it that bad? But the one thing I keep hearing is like, what a great movie. And then that thing happened. <laughs> now my life is over. Yeah. yeah. I've talked to a few people who are very upset by it. Yeah. yeah. It's upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I, I'm replaying <laughs> it in my head. Yeah, I know. I guess Whew. maybe speaking of uh, things coming back... There is some new news in the Dread universe that we should probably talk about. Yeah, that's probably really taking real shape now simply because... Carl Urban Carl is Urban awesome. won't shut up yeah, about it. Yeah. Right on, man, because everybody yeah. loved that fucking movie. Yeah. Including him. Yeah. Uh, and it's got huge potential. There's yeah. a million, well, there's not a million, but there's a plenty there's a of good stories that you can use from Dredd's catalog. Yeah. Um, and so he's pushing for a series on Netflix. And obviously you can get nice and gritty and dirty with that yeah. shit. But something that, I mean, that tone and that vibe of that movie, I think would work beautifully as a I TV think so show. Too. Oh, my God. And again, it's it's something that I heard uh, some executives say or something. But, like, think about how many, like, there's so many different stories you could tell yeah. within that one building. Yeah. yeah. Just that one building. Yeah, let's go back to the peach trees. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And, and even if you didn't, like, I mean, make it a make it a big, huge, vast universe. But yeah. you could do so much with that one building. Totally. And, and uh, they did, I mean, and the movie is so good, and they didn't get even close to the crazy shit. No. The, the movie comics, is such like a linear story. And shit and the right. fucking wastelands. And it's, oh, man, there's yeah. so much you could use. Yeah. So fucking much. That you maybe couldn't get to in a movie or in two. One, yeah, one you know? movie. So but I think this is, I mean, I've been dying for another movie forever. Yeah. And I loved the direction of that film very much. So, so. good. But uh, a TV show, I think, is probably the best way to service that character. Absolutely. And that, that take on it. Totally. I hope this wasn't even a thought from anybody except for Carl Urban. I was like, I just fucking want this to happen, so I'm just going to keep yapping about it until it fucking happens. And God bless that guy. I hope it works. Yeah, so I guess basically the piece of news was, uh, like, 
there's been rumors of this, and yeah. then officially he has said there are conversations happening. Yeah. So we can hope. Because well, first he tweeted, he just yeah. tweeted like, hey, Netflix, you know what would be cool? Yeah. This. Well, that's, yeah, that, that's what <laughs> I'm thinking. And then a week later, it's like conversations are happening. Yeah. 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 So hopefully those conversations lead somewhere. Fuck. I would love that to happen. Yes. And I think we've, uh, we figured out that with, um, Things like The Ranch and Fuller House. Ted Sarandos will goddamn do anything. (laughs) Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. It it keeps pushing The Ranch on me. It's like, come on. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Please watch this. You should watch the first one. I I, I watched the opening of it. Yeah. I, and, no, and no, get all the way through because when, when it gets all serious on you. Well, I oh, got yeah. to the point it's where like really, Ashton really yeah. starts acting. <laughs> I got into like what the 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 beginning of the story was, and now close. Yeah, no, yeah. no, listen, it's horrible, it's but gross. it's sort of fascinating. You should watch the whole thing at some point. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Fuck it me. Low, yeah, yeah, really bad. Yeah, um, it's it, it and it it's written like Fuller House with tits and fuck words. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> well, except for no actual tits. Titty jokes and fuck words. Right, yeah, right. Um, fuck words. <laughs> I'm trying to make that a thing, I think. Onwards and fuck words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck words to victory, gentlemen. <laughs> um, Onwards and fuck words. Was there any other news that you guys saw that it uh, that jumped out at you? I would like to uh, talk to you guys briefly, because I haven't seen you since this happened. Uh-huh. I'd like to talk to you guys briefly about what you think Joseph Gordon-Levitt is doing in that Snowden trailer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Snowden, um, uh, the trailer Oliver Stone Snowden. Yeah. Oh, is it Oliver Stone, too? Yeah. Oh, man. So uh, oh, there, there was a documentary about Snowden that was very popular, and it's. I feel like it's only been a matter of time until this story of yeah. the NSA whistleblower became a film. Well, yeah. I mean, he, he like Oliver Stone <laughs> is super into making movies of things that happened a yeah. year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That's what he did with World Trade Center. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that didn't come out too far after no, 2001. No, no. Um, but uh, you know, George, that George and, W. Uh, movie, yeah. he was still in office He's, when they yeah, put yeah, that he still in. Was. Uh, um, but this, I mean, I don't even. I couldn't even pay attention to if the movie looks like it's good or not. <laughs> it's the because fucking <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt is leaning into this character doing the guy's voice, Does, which I, I, he, I mean, he kind of sounds like that. But there's you don't need to do it. Yeah. It I does nothing for telling the story for you to be like. Uh, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> hey everyone, I'm <laughs> I'm Edward Snowden. I, he's like a Muppet or something. And he's like, and if you meant, didn't, it's not like a guy's dead or something like that. If you if you were to talk to Snowden, he'd be like, is, is this how you talk, buddy? Is this your voice? He's like, is this how you want me to be, no. be in a movie? Yeah. No, like, stop making fun of me. I haven't I, I haven't really seen a lot of uh, interview footage or anything with, no, with uh, Stone. It does he have mental problems? No. It it's it's um. It's unfortunate <laughs> in the trailer, and I feel like I feel uh, so. I laughed really hard at it, and oh, I saw yeah. somebody online. Somebody online tweeted. I can't remember who it was. Like that, it it looked it looked almost like a SNL trailer with yes. no jokes. Yes. <laughs> but I'm worried because well, with one joke. <laughs> I thought I thought the exact same thing about the uh, the walk trailer. Because he has, uh, like, the French accent and right. that. And then in the movie, that was not the thing that bothered me about the movie. He was totally fine. 
Right. I just uh, thought the movie wasn't that great. Sure. Because I didn't see it in 3D. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is this is silly shit. Have you seen dumb. the documentary? And about I have that actually thing? have not seen. Yeah, you watch that. Yeah, I should watch. That's that. much better than yeah. So, but I, I'm worried, like, <laughs> walking. Yeah. that maybe the movie will just be bad enough on its own, and that won't even end up being. Oh, yeah. certainly it will. And now yeah. I'm actually yeah. Oliver Stone doesn't make good movies. Anymore. I'm worried. Is it him or is it Ridley Scott? I get them mixed up all the time. I'm uh, starting to think maybe I've mixed them up. Well, I'll take a look. I thought it was Oliver Stone, but I no, have it also, is Oliver Stone. Is doing it a Snowden thing? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Phew. It seems very. Yeah. It's like that, made totally by somebody who doesn't know anything about computers, because <laughs> it just looks stupid, and. I don't know. Maybe it'll be good. Uh, uh, probably not. But yeah. Oh, there's no way. Yeah. Like, what's his I'll name? Watch Zachary it, Quinto looks really ridiculous in that trailer. Where he's like, "They know we have the files, man." <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like, no, man. This is not. This look. This is not technology. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So Snowden. Yeah. Oh man, that is a pretty good voice. Yeah. Um. Is there any other exciting news? I feel like it was the. I don't know. I feel like there's something that we're missing, but I can't yeah. remember what it is. I don't so know. whatever. Uh, oh, the, the fucking director of Aquaman is backed out. No, he didn't. Or he wants to back out. They, the because the Flash already lost its director. So what happened was, um, I think Birth Movies' death picked up a story that said he was being kind of trepidatious about is whether James Wan, is that yeah, yeah, about whether or not like how it fits into his career or whether or not yeah. he's like totally on board and. Everybody else picked it up and ran with it. That said, like James Wan is leaving this, leaving the movie. He's he's gonna go. And then James Wan tweeted a picture of him, like by like an Aquaman mural, and said, like this is all bullshit. Like I'm not leaving, but I think there has been some discussion of like, is this what I really want to do? What what's the project like? Kind of discussions that probably <laughs> would happen on yeah. most. Do movies. I want to spend an entire year yeah. working really hard on something that everyone fucking hates? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but is is James Wan really having questions of integrity in his work? <laughs> well, maybe not integrity, but yeah, like, do I is this the right project for me right now? And may, it could still be, but yeah. I just think it got blown out of proportion into like he's gonna walk. Right? He's pissed. But I mean, he just yeah. realized how fucking stupid an Aquaman movie was. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Batman v Superman, you know, didn't exactly light the critical world on fire, and people oh. are thinking DC is a little bit on rocky uh, water oh, they with certainly their are. universe. So, like, does yeah, maybe he's thinking, does this, uh, you know, want does this fit into what I want to do? But who knows? I would watch it. I'd be considering <laughs> that too if I was him. Like, uh, yeah, I guess I'll watch it because, yeah. like, because like Aquaman, <laughs> really? Aquaman, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No matter how scary and spooky you make him look, he's still fucking Aquaman. Let's yeah. take it easy here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, the Flash needs a director, and like, I don't know. They've got to be kind of like, did we fuck up here? Because the Flash TV show is booming. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and, and, and they kept being adamant about it being completely separate from yeah, the Flash yeah. uh, It's like they thought it wasn't going to work or something. The that show is all whatever. fucking cuckoo bananas and, like, fun and shit. And I I watched the trailer, the pilot, and I was like, no, I don't think yeah. so. But, then you, but now I've seen, like, all of season one. I'm like, well, this show's terrific. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Uh, it's so funny like that it. they were like, uh, they were like, we don't want it to be a lot like that TV show, the fun one. Yeah, yeah the, we the thing that everyone likes is yeah. a huge, huge hit. That thing that the critics enjoy, <laughs> yeah. uh, and all the fans are enjoying. We always kind of nope. envisioned this as a long, boring slog. <laughs> <laughs> In the tradition of the Flash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. 
I'd be real worried if I was one of those. Yeah, and and I guess <laughs> directors like, or stars. People, there are you know big fans of Supergirl too, and that's not like uh, receiving like insane critical smashes. That just seems to be like yeah, it's a it's a very fun, really cool show. Yeah, I yeah. watched a bit of that too, and I feel like it's DC's okay. it's doing better on TV. They are, and you you said you liked the kind of craziness of whatever their league of whatever show the legends of tomorrow legends of tomorrow well, listen, that's a horrible show yeah it's but really you said it was bad. entertaining but it's very entertaining because it's just fucking bonkers and the <laughs> acting is really bad and everyone's just swinging for the fences with terrible <laughs> acting yeah and it has your prison break buddies it's on got it too. Pr- yeah. prison break brothers on it which i can't and again he looked right into the camera and said this isn't my first prison break and I was yeah. Like, yeah i love you yeah um <laughs> But that, I like I've watched this. I I've seen little bits here and there of Gotham. Yeah, and let me tell you that is terrible. That's yeah. That I is, saw the first two episodes of it, ugh. and I really tried. I tried my absolute yeah, hardest. I'm that's like, like, well, maybe this guy playing uh, Cobblepot is okay. No, I hate him too. It's <laughs> like a good example of the kind of show that just is doing way, well. From what I saw in the first episode or two, doing way too much of that. Like. Oh, it's the it's like Catwoman and she's buying milk and like mm. wink wink. <laughs> these are the characters they're gonna become and we're doing all these like in jokes with them. Like all right, like ah, oh, it's the penguin and he's buying some penguins. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I've read the comics. Yeah, I understand. Yes, now. he's wearing a. Tux. I'm in mm. on it, guys. I imagine they get away. That's probably just a, a, a first episode or two thing, but. I'm I did interested. catch some of it the other day, and I, they, they cast uh, B.D. Wong yeah. as Hugo Strange, and okay. I was like, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah I, so, he's uh, an entertaining fellow. I enjoy yeah. B.D. Wong quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. Speaking of Strange, very quickly, have we talked about the Doctor Strange trailer? No, we haven't talked show? about that fucking trailer. Well, let's dive into some more superhero stuff. Yeah, all right. What did you guys think of that? Did you watch that? Uh, yeah, I watched it. Uh, I Maybe it's because I'm I'm so far away from the whole Doctor Strange thing. I was really not on board. Yeah. Oh, really? And not not that I didn't like it or anything. I was just like, I don't care about any of this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never read the comics at all. I didn't. I I would buy one here and there and just couldn't get into it. I'm like, I don't really give a fuck about magic. Dude. I've been reading yeah. it since he was Mister Strange. <laughs> I just want to get my stupid joke in there. I'm going to stop now. Um, And yeah, I couldn't get into the comics, but when I would read big crossover stuff, like I was talking with a friend of the show, Matt Bain, and uh, we're both like, if Doctor Strange shows up in what you're reading, it's like, oh, fucking A, man. Doctor Strange is here. This is going to be fucking dynamite. And it is, because he's fucking an interesting character. But his own stuff is always through, like, magical. Yeah. And I just don't care. (laughs) Um, but <laughs> that's the vibe I got. Yeah. Magical. But I'm like, they've done more stuff now. Like, they, well, kind of in the way where they've had to make the Flash more interesting because yeah. like, running fast is the stupidest thing you could do in a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> and something that a bunch of other superheroes yeah, can just you do. Know, also. Um, so, like, they made him run so fast. He's, you know, go, running through time yeah. and diff- into different dimensions and alternate realities and shit like that. And so they've let Doctor Strange yeah. kind of dabble with this sort of shit, too. And I feel like the movie's leaning into that a bit mm-hmm. so that's kind of interesting i don't know it looks good it looks yeah. like a well-made movie that's kind of going to live in its own world i think like yeah ant-man works because you can just watch ant-man on its own yeah um it doesn't really matter with the other movies like there's nods yeah. to them but it doesn't really fucking matter and, and i threw and it on again the other night like i liked ant-man when i saw theaters i'm like fun okay pretty good like three out of four or whatever yeah. kind of Average, a little above average, but I put it on the other night because I couldn't sleep and I was watching it. I'm like, I just really like this movie. See, I put it's it really on. really fucking entertaining. I've I put it on a while it on. back and again after having seen it for the show. Yeah. And I was like, I 
think I like this more in the theater, but I saw it in a VIP theater. Yeah. So I was like, you know, having a gin and tonic or something. <laughs> and I think that helped. I've been reaching for it because it's like now available to stream and stuff and I've been meaning to watch it just because it's I it's one of the uh, ones I, I missed. I think it's super yeah. fun. I feel like the whole time I was just like cut it out Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> You're Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Ant-Man. Uh, <laughs> All right, you turn me around on it, Dan. Yeah. I, I was I'm kind of between on the Doctor Strange in the I don't know anything about this and I don't care about it. But then yeah. I saw the trailer and thought this looks really fun. Yeah, I think it looks fun. Yeah, and I don't have deep emotional investments in the yeah. character, you know, or the history of the books because I didn't read them. But. Yeah, although I'm not a big uh, Benedict fan. Yeah, I don't like him, and I feel like. I hope maybe I can push past that. I think he's a terrific actor. I just think he's in a lot of, like, shitty movies. I think he can be a fantastic actor, but I think when he's called upon to do something outside of being really intense or really actory, like, in Black Mass, he's hilariously bad. And it's all. Yeah. It's, it's oh right, that, I uh, forgot. I think whenever he's asked to do an accent, it's just yeah. It's oh yeah, he's rails. got a terrible accent in that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I keep seeing ads for him in like uh, we're doing Shakespeare and we're gonna put it on at Cineplex, and I think like oh yeah yeah do yeah that. like do that because just go I hang out with the, Kenneth Branagh. The actory yeah. like thing about him, I just he's one of those guys like Eddie Redmayne that I just feel like I always see what you're doing. I always see that you're doing yeah, the yeah. actor thing, and yeah. I get it. Yeah. I think that's just me. Yeah. No, no. Which is why I think with Eddie Redmayne, I haven't really cared for him uh, until I saw him in Les Mis, and I thought he was a fucking amazing character. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't care for old uh, Reddy Redmayne. Yeah. <laughs> I don't um, know what it is. Well, um, is that it then for news? That's it for news. I guess yeah. so. Yeah, why not? Okay. Well, what have you guys been watching? <laughs> what have you guys been checking out? Some movies and junk? Well, real quickly... <laughs> Me too. On yeah. the topic of rewatching, uh-huh. super quick, uh-huh. I watched The Force Awakens for the first time since seeing the it in theaters with you guys. Right. And outside of like the first five or ten minutes where I was thinking, yo, yeah, this is Star Wars. I remember Star Wars. Once like I eased back into it, I, I just loved it again <laughs> and was just like. This is my Star Wars. This does now. delight me that you can enjoy some Star this Wars. This is my Star Wars. It's just life. so fun and yeah. entertaining, and I like hanging out with them, and I like the new characters so much. And yeah. BB-8 is just a delight. Yeah, and, and and yeah, you know, it is the. I just like super quick to circle back on the people that had a problem with it being so a New Hope e. Yeah. Um, that's fine. I know we've had that discussion before, but I just like let me have my Star Wars. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. Because this is a Star Wars that I feel like so many people that don't like. I do genuinely feel like the wonder and the excitement that I. It, it, I feel like I have been able to connect with Star Wars fans for the first time because yeah, yeah. now I'm watching a movie where I'm invested. Like, there's things like when. Um, John Boyega gets like attacked by that monster and he's getting sucked into the base of the ship and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh no. Like, <laughs> please no, don't die. I love you. Like, that's a great, that's a great character. Like, I, I legitimately have those feelings that people had about Star Wars. So, like, who cares that it's the same movie and it's a yeah, bigger yeah. Death Star? It's fucking fun, man. And, yeah. and that's, and that's you. And that happened for, you know, a lot of, a lot of people, people your age. Yeah. But that happened for millions of Kids, children. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is their Star Wars. Think totally. about Star the Wars. children. Yeah, <laughs> please <laughs> do this for the children. Yeah, 
Um, oh, one point I keep wanting to bring up uh, because like I find this really great when when they're um, on uh, uh, Han's freighter and 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 the yeah. uh, Rathars ratar- uh-huh. are, are loose and just eating everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at one point, Han just uh, throws a guy at one. Yeah, <laughs> and then the guy gets eaten, and I'm like, yeah, see. That's how you know Han shot first. Yeah. Because Han will fucking throw somebody yeah, and then the into guys... a monster's mouth to avoid being Yeah, eaten. and then we get like a shot of the guy's boot like landing on the ground. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, it's a great movie. It's so and good. Emma's yeah. not a Star Wars person either, and she watched it, and we ended up having to pause it to go like run to the store, and she was like, we got to get back and watch the rest of it. Like She was into it too, so it's totally like Terrific. I'm excited yeah. about Star Wars yeah. for the first time That's in my great. life. Yeah, yeah it's really the best. nice. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So, what have you guys then? I been feel. Watching? I feel. I'll be interested to see what your take on Rogue One is. I'm because so excited. Rogue One has so much shares so much more yeah. DNA with the original yeah, yeah. Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. But I'm excited scene. for like we've said that world, a story that just kind of contained in, in and of itself with the whole, all new characters, and I'm I'm like so excited for that movie. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, can't wait. Yep. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. What uh, What about you guys? Well, I watched. Uh, I watched the boss. Oh, oh, oh how come? Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> well, I wanted something just sort of light, and yeah. it popped up on this uh, thing, and I was like, I'll watch it here. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, and I like Melissa McCarthy, and I kind of yeah, sure. figured. Spy I, was great. I, I, some of her stuff I've been not able to finish, like uh, Identity, Identity Thief. Thief. Oh, yeah, God. or Thief. I didn't even try. Holy fuck. That's not, not very fuck. good. Yeah. There was another one that she she wrote this Tammy. with her bro, uh, with yeah, her brother. Tammy. Yeah, Tammy. That, that's another <laughs> one that she wrote with her husband, right. ben, yeah. ben Falcone, I think his name yeah. is. Um, so yeah. that this is another in, in the line of movies. Yeah, he directed it. Yeah, F one racers. Yeah, out yeah there. there's some noisy <laughs> stuff going on out there. Um, yeah, um, and I feel like the general consensus that I've heard of her movies that they wrote together were these ones aren't aren't so great. Yeah, listen, <laughs> yeah. man, this is a terrible movie. Yeah, I heard, Fucking, I heard like, that. Fucking, like, so bad. I would have shut it off, like, so many times that I'm like, I need something to talk about on the show this week so I'm finishing it. Yeah. So I can completely lean into why it's the worst. Yeah. Um, and it's really fucking bad. Because, like, I've, it's such a roller coaster with her where I get really sick of her shit and I've watched movies that were disappointing or downright horrible. Like you just identity. have to watch her on Saturday Night Live to get sick of her shit. Oh, really? Oh, God. I haven't seen her host the SNL. She's done it like four times now, sure. and it's it's so desperate. Uh, There's the... When she first started out, I was like, oh, she's fitting right in there. But then yeah. eventually you just you see her just grasping for and, and like just ruining a, 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 a sketch, uh. a sketch that is admittedly not going that right. well by putting her hands in, in people's mouths and shit like that. Just desperate for a laugh. Uh, bummer. It's, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks because like, when she's <clears> funny <throat> in movies, like, so I like so so you are such a legitimate talent. I think yeah. you're hilarious. Yeah. I can't wait for you yeah. to like have this. Uh, I just like, rewatched Bridesmaids not too long ago. And yeah. I'm like, man, yeah, I, this is totally, I get why she blew up. Yeah. Like, this is really great. Yeah. And, and yeah, Spy. Uh, Spy was so fucking funny. so good. Yeah. I really like Spy. she was so good in it. Yeah. yeah. Like, she can be that great, bright Spy. Yeah, yeah. There are no, no great bright spots of anything <laughs> um, in this movie, just sad, gross spots of boring shit. Uh. Um, and, like, totally all over the fucking place. I didn't know what kind of movie I was watching. Yeah. Like, in every scene, they're like, let's try and be a comedy that works like this. Wait, no, let's be a comedy that works like this. Wait, no, let's be a little bit serious here. Wait, no, let's be a zany, <laughs> wackadoo, fucking yeah. pies-flying comedy now. It's, uh, <laughs> and, yeah, there's no good jokes. I didn't laugh even accidentally. Uh. Um, and, like, nothing slipped through. I just watched the whole boring-ass fucking piece of shit. 
and no one's good in it. Nobody. Is anybody, is is there any surprise? Oh, he's in it. Or, oh, she's in it. Uh, trying to remember. It's been almost five days since I saw it, <laughs> and I don't remember it very well anymore because it's so stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, no. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, Michael McDonald's there. Yeah, he yeah. was in Spy, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the or heat. no, he was in The Heat. The That's heat. what I'm thinking of. No, was he, was in, he in Spy, spy too? Sure. Yeah. He, I, I, he was the only thing I really liked about The Heat. Yeah. Which was yeah. a bummer of a film. Yeah, that movie sucked. Yeah. Um, yeah, just fucking what the fuck, man. Get your fucking shit together. It's, uh, it, it, did, it made a lot of money, though, so hopefully, it? yeah. The did boss? It? I, I'm really? not sure. Maybe not. I don't, I don't think so. I, I mean, I, it got... I wouldn't be surprised. It looks like the kind of movie that a lot of... Uh, Maybe it didn't. Middle of the road people would be like, well, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's a, a weirdly vulgar movie. Yeah. Like it, when it doesn't know what to do with well, a joke or anything like that, it's like, let's just say pussy and nipples a bunch yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Rated R. <laughs> so there's all stretches where they're like, nipples. Yeah, pussy nipples, pussy nipples, pussy nipples. <laughs> well, I saw. And I was like, oh, uh, touche. They had like a. <laughs> this is pretty good. They had a TV it. spot for it that used a quote from like a magazine or something that just said, Melissa McCarthy is the best R rated, you know, movie star right now. And I thought, like, that doesn't even pertain to this movie. No. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's a quote from something just about her that you're trying to sell this movie with because there's no good pull quotes. No, because there's <laughs> nothing good in the movie. Yeah. Ah, it's a, just a bummer. Yeah. yeah Shitty. That's fine. Oh, well, me I'm, I'm still excited for uh, Ghostbusters. Sure. Yeah, yeah me too. I, did did you she... guys know that... Uh, um... Oh, the YouTube thing? Yeah, yeah. that trailer, the trailer is one the of the least most... liked movie trailer ever to have been on YouTube <laughs> yeah. thus far. Yeah. Boy. Wow. I liked it. Um, yeah, me too. I, I didn't think... really like the trailer. Yeah. I don't think it's a good trailer. So, well, I think I, it, it showed it, me what the ghosts are going to yeah. look like, and it showed me, it gave it me missed, a little bit it, of everybody's oh, is it character. The second trailer, or is it the first one? I'm not one? sure about which one. Well, probably the first reveal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they missed, they missed it with the whole, like, 30 years ago, this happened. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like, this movie doesn't even have anything to do with that. No, it does. It, it It's not yeah. even within that universe. So, but also, Yet, little boys on the internet have their undies in a knot. Fucking losers. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> What's oh, the, what about it being like? A, yeah, that's whatever. that's that's a hundred percent why that trailer I think is so yep. because so downvoted because there's lots of times movies come out and the trailers are garbage and nobody yeah. cares and it gets some downvotes. But that's like a group of people being like, no, yeah, no to your movie with women about yeah. my childhood thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck that. <clears throat> Pretty dumb. What else? Yeah. What else? What else? Um, Casey? I watched uh, a movie that you guys saw that I didn't get to see because I was a big fat loser that week. Uh Yeah. I watched a movie called The Witch. Ooh. Oh. The Witch. The Witch. (laughs) (laughs) Saw that movie. Let me tell you a little something about that movie. Yes. I fucking loved that movie. Yeah. I was really worried how you were, because I feel like, let me tell you something about that movie, is sometimes a Casey's like, I hated that shit. Yeah, yeah. I know. Perhaps (laughs) I was being mysterious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I fucking love that movie. And it was really hard for me to take it seriously at first, because Ralph Ineson plays the father. Yeah. And I cannot, I I did not think I would be able to see him as anything but Chris Finch. But, uh, and I couldn't. Throughout the whole movie, I'm like, (laughs) Finchie, Finchie. 
but uh, but he's so good. Yeah, he's so good in this movie. It's just that he's so good as, as Chris Finch. Yeah, but uh, oh my god, what a fucking movie! Everything about it. Um, and and, and to, to a point that you actually made, which was a little, I, I guess, a little spoilery. So I'll say. Spoiler caution um, of what happens with the the daughter at the end, yeah, kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I think I, yeah, I think thing. I said like this movie is called The Witch, and there's no bones about that. There's a witch in this movie, and where yeah. it kind of goes and stuff, right? Um, and, and, and you you, you kind of go like, well, why why does it why does the the girl have to you know again spoiler uh, have to sort of go and become a witch kind of thing yeah um you, you know like and, and maybe there's there's a point for it being sort of a non-feministy kind of thing but i kind of see it as like well maybe the whole witch thing is sort of an allegory for like yeah you know a, a woman kind of um uh finding her sexual not, not yeah. only sexual power but finding uh, her powers as a person yeah and um i definitely think it's more along that line yeah yeah but there I, were I people I, that were questioning it i found sure. it very empowering yeah, yeah. um uh, not a, I, as a woman, I found it very empowering. <laughs> um, but uh, but um, yeah, man. the dancing around the the fire there, and then the yeah uh, one the uh, the Vivmore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. One of our um, our uh, uh, teachers. Oh yeah, from uh, from theater school. Yeah. Whoa, was uh, yeah, cool. And she's like one of the best people in the world. That's awesome, mm-hmm. Vivmore. Yeah. yeah. So check out Vivmore. It, it, apparently, they're making a, a television show of The Omen. Oh, oh really? yeah. Yeah. And she's uh, she's Didn't they already a bunch do episodes. that? Oh, fucking a. Yeah. A TV show of The Omen. Yeah. They did a Rosemary oh, they Baby. Did a, and they did a Damien or something. Hmm. Yeah. Oh well, there was a movie called Damien that yeah. I think was like yeah. tangentially related, or yeah. no, there's some Damien sort of a... Omen Two, yeah, and then but there's there an Omen a... Three too with the yeah. uh, fucking uh, Sam Neill. Okay. Oh yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the presidential Damien's going to run for president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dope. So the Vavitch, thumb, yeah. three thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Vavitch was a uh, very good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, and, and I also wanted to talk about something. Uh, Greg, I don't know if you saw it. Dan, you <laughs> talked about it. Uh, I did a little... Uh, <laughs> finger, finger guns, guns all around. <laughs> um, you you watched it. You talked about it last week, and I was like, well, God damn it, I'm going to go watch that. Oh, that documentary? Yeah, I went and watched uh, Drunk Stone, yes. Brilliant Dead. Uh, oh, boy. Uh-huh. What a heart-wrenching movie. Yeah, and it's well, it's fucking wonderful because, like, you know, it's it's the National Lampoon, and it's like the the history of the National Lampoon from back when it was the Harvard Lampoon and nobody gave a fuck. Yeah, uh, uh, to like this this you know phenomenon uh, that spawned movies and and you know careers and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, so it starts out just so wonderful and uplifting, and like oh, like these two fucking idiots. Uh, you know, spawn like this crazy, you know, huge successful thing out of their love of booby jokes and uh, and you know, admittedly like extremely sharp satire. Uh, uh to you know where that leads. Yeah, and I guess it's not a, a spoiler to to say that uh, that it led to Doug Kenny's death. Yeah, um, it's right there in the title. Uh, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. He's the dead. Yeah, uh, but yeah, and, and, and some again, of the others are dead too. Uh, that is true. <laughs> O'Donohue, right? Oh yeah, Michael O'Donohue. They didn't talk as much about Michael O'Donohue. No, the or death his that's death, focused on is, but his death w- wasn't necessarily that remarkable. And Michael O'Donohue's, I mean, unless you you kind of get into the whole him having 
blinding headaches yeah. and his sort of behavior. Like you know the that movie Concussion. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It, 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 like I, I guess there was some sort of like neurological uh, reason why he was such a fucking maniac. Okay. Um. Anyway, that's kind of inside baseball. But yeah, man, what a fucking documentary. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I didn't find it super. I mean, like, obviously, I found the death super sad, and but it's all it's for me. It like it's not a heat. Like they lead up to it, and there's a bunch about it, but the, it, they don't spend a ton of time on it. So I, I didn't come away from it thinking like the whole movie was so, much, like, of a downer kind of thing. Well, I just, uh, I guess I, I feel such a connection yeah. with that world. Yeah. Um, and, and it's something that I've always been, um, like, when I was a kid, I always thought that that's where I would end up as a part of, like, one of these big collectives of, yeah. of, of like, just fucking brilliant people. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, doing this thing and then that, you found that everybody was like, no, you can't do that. You know, I thought I'd be yeah. like doing this big. And then huge... you found like a small collective of people. <laughs> yeah. And you do it every week. <laughs> and all these people on the Internet are like, no, we're not going to listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> They're not necessarily trying to stop us. They're just like, I'm not going to listen to you. Or yeah, why don't you I guys... don't know that you exist. Why does anybody try and stop us? Yeah. 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 There's not I enough to here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh... I was going to try to be controversial, but I don't <laughs> know anything that's controversial. Maybe that's why I never ended up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, de- the Departed is overrated. Oh, there's a rat at the end. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, I don't know. I, so it really struck a chord yeah. with me. Made me have to go back and watch Vacation. Yeah, I down. Uh, I uh, no, I didn't download. Uh, <laughs> I own Caddyshack, but then I also downloaded it. <laughs> but I was like, I need to check this out again. It's been a been a while. Yeah, yeah. I own it on VHS and DVD. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go back and watch uh, I love Animal Caddyshack. House as well, because Doug Kenny's in it too. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, man, good times. Totally. Uh-huh. Um, not good times. Uh-huh. Yeah. Speaking of not good times, yeah, I watched a documentary as well. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Called uh, Team Foxcatcher. Oh, I watched the yeah. first. You guys oh, watched some of that? Fifteen no. minutes of that. Yeah. And then I fell so asleep. Netflix original documentary on the Foxcatcher story. Uh, we were divided on the film. You guys really didn't like it, and yeah. I absolutely loved it. Um, the, the, yeah. And, well, you guys were not so hot i guess no no yeah. i really didn't like it yeah. and, and watching just no, the first 15 minutes of this documentary made me even more angry about <laughs> the movie because it's it, it just like the, the documentary starts off with the thing that i from the movie is like why isn't this in the movie <laughs> this crazy fucking crescendo this final moment this biggest the, the climax this that big you... cinematic thing that really <laughs> happened yeah, why didn't they do it the movie didn't need it <laughs> yes it did <laughs> <laughs> this movie didn't need anything cinematic no. like what so what's the story about it's about this guy and then this happens all right well let's make it about this guy and not say that thing happened. yeah <laughs> i still love that movie i think i think that movie's great um, oh, well, the documentary... <laughs> word for word, that's how the pitch went. <laughs> the documentary also um, leaves a big thing out, one of the brothers. Yeah, because he's barely part of it. I know, but they don't even mention Because he's barely no, part of they, it. I thought, like, Read it's the story, crazy man. that... I Go know look the story. The I've yeah, read the Wikipedia the like a yeah, hundred Channing times. Tatum's dude was barely fucking part of it oh Jeez, he's there you're talking about the the guy who is the main character of the movie right that's right <laughs> <laughs> yep 
What a what a film. Yeah, a movie having like a cipher to see a story through. Fuck that. <laughs> we don't need that. Who needs that in a movie? Anyway, I like that movie a lot. Uh-huh. And the documentary is great. Yeah. Um not the m- most amazing thing ever. I think it spends a lot of time on stuff. Uh now I now I can't criticize this documentary. <laughs> Spent a lot of time on stuff that I could have went on about. <laughs> no, it's really good. Talk about a lot of stuff that wasn't even in Didn't the movie. Didn't matter to me. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's a it's a good it's a good documentary. Um, some of it, it I felt like a little. Uh, there's a couple things it does stylistically where I thought, oh man, you're really toying a bit too much uh, here with with the way you're presenting this visually, but. Overall, definitely check it out if you're interested in the fucking yeah. sketcher story. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, check it out because it's a pretty fucking crazy. And story. then watch the movie and love it because it's fantastic. Yeah. And I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what else? What else? I watched something else. What? I fucking. Uh, I fucking. Ooh. I fucking. Uh, yeah, now we're getting controversial. Yeah, in, in swear more. <laughs> this um, podcast is so fuckward. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I watched a movie I haven't seen since like 1988 that Dan Gorman yeah. watched a little while ago, and I was like, "Oh fuck it, I gotta get into this." Uh, <laughs> I watched uh, Real Men. Oh yeah. With, uh, oh boy, I keep James to watch Belushi that. and yes. John Ritter, um, and goddamn loved it. Oh fucking right! It's oh so, man, it was so satisfying. It's so crazy that that movie is not regarded as this like hidden, you know, not not even hidden like. Because it is kind of a hidden gem, but it not, that it's not 100%. regarded in 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 cult circles as yeah. this failure of a movie that doesn't deserve what no, it got. No, no, I, I laughed out loud a shit ton. There's like one and or you two know scenes, but other than that, is fucking great in totally. it. Totally, yeah, he's really good. It's a good super it. funny movie. There's uh-huh. so much in it that just is so weird and off the wall. Yeah, and, yeah, and I just fully remembered why I liked James Belushi when I was a kid. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And John Ritter, uh, hard to beat. That yeah. guy is just always fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like I I knew I was into it like full steam within five minutes. Like, the music, yeah. the way it's shot, just the way the the, the dialogue is moving. Like, yeah. I'm just like, oh, this is just like a warm blanket of nostalgia <laughs> of you know better times or yeah. something. You know, holy shit, man, it was so 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 good. Yeah, um, and it's weird and wacky and I don't know. It's got this energy about it that's uh, kind of, like kind of lacking from. The modern comedy yeah. that you know, where it's everyone's just a little too afraid to let things go because a it can bananas. go so awry, right? Yeah. And this movie was was not a popular film. I think it was misunderstood. But yeah, when these no, kind, when, a, when these kind of movies go failure when it came even out. Ro- go like real wrong, yeah, <laughs> you know, like that's yeah. a bad thing. Yeah, but the, I don't. This movie is just super super interesting and yeah. funny, and, and I like I, I can't wait to watch it again. Me too. It's got that kind of you know I'm gonna watch this thing a bunch yeah. of times because it's just so easy to. All right, let's do this thing. Yeah, because like and I feel like every scene works. It, not laugh out loud hilarious all the time, but just like I'm down for everything that goes on in these ninety minutes. Yeah, ninety minutes just like cruise right through. Just yeah. wonderful. Fucking, I was just so so happy. It just made I think my they day. like go to one of their parents' house or something and it yeah. gets sexual and yeah. stuff. And I was kind of like. This is this is where I could take this I could take this part of the movie out a little. I didn't think it was as funny as the rest well, of it. Ritter but is it's pretty Ritter is good in it. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Like it never gets to the point where you're like, "Well, fuck that. This yeah, movie's yeah, over." Yeah. 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 No. What a terrific fucking yeah. thing. If you've never seen Real Men, it's like it, it's it, on YouTube. It's it's not sci-fi in the way that um, 
uh, my quote was from Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah. But it has that kind of vibe of like, where'd they come up with this? And yeah. and they got it greenlit and everyone's yeah. on board for this weird, weird, weird thing <laughs> that's going on with, what was it with the baseball or whatever? Well, yeah, because uh, they, uh, they're There's trying like, to get a guy to uh, John Ritter looks like a guy yeah so he's got to go deliver a glass of water to these aliens they've yeah. got negotiations with <laughs> and to, to Belushi has to prove to Ritter that they're aliens so yeah. he's like check out this sweet pen they gave me yeah <laughs> and you can hammer it through a baseball and still write with it yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Fucking right wow. on, man. Yeah, that's that. That's the selling point, right? There. Yeah. <laughs> a that it revolves around it's having to that, give someone a glass yeah. of water. <laughs> like a, they're aliens. Look at this pen. Yeah. I mean, and it's just, yeah, it's just like a regular pen. It's like no, you can hammer through. Yeah. It. It's that kind of like high concept, low you know execution needed. Yeah. That makes it so cool. Like I love that that like. The stuff that you would think would be in a movie about aliens, that's not what it's about. It's about, like, the yeah. delivering of a glass of water or whatever. Yeah. I, I've got to see this movie. I yeah, think. you do. I, I've been in a very uh, kind of early 80s uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, it was a great time. Yeah, Ritter, Ritter's got a perfect... He's, one of, he's, you know, obviously one of the greatest all-time physical yeah. comedians. And he's got this one little moment that's just... Uh, I had to rewind it. I'm like, yeah. fuck me, that was so good. <laughs> when, John, when Belushi says, I never went to college... There's a little yeah, moment right yeah. after that that's just, oh, boy. Uh, it's, it's good. Unbelievably good. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. It's crazy yeah, that I movie's that not. Movie. I think it came out on Blu-ray recently. One of those, like, boutique companies put it out. Uh, but yeah, that movie Good. definitely deserves to be seen. For sure. Yeah. For You'll sure. love it, Casey. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna yeah. It's it on out. YouTube. Watch that shit. Yeah. Real Men, 1987. Right. Totally. Mm-hmm. What else, Casey? Uh, mm-hmm. Well, speaking of uh, early 80s movies and... Ni- a 1990 movie. Uh-huh. Uh, I have uh, been continuing to show my uh, uh, Albert Brooks movies. Oh, cool! Yeah, so right. uh, so we watched uh, Defending Your Life. Nice. How'd that go? Uh, well, of course, it went uh, uh, brilliantly because that movie is so fucking good. So good. It's so good, start so to finish, good. and so interesting uh, as a movie, as an Albert Brooks movie, because. It doesn't feel like an Albert Brooks movie. No. It has Albert Brooks moments where mm-hmm. he's just sitting, talking to someone, being insanely hilarious and charming. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, you know, it, it has like this whole other kind of, well, it's 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 a much more high concept movie where his other movies are very low concept. Yeah. Um, so so that's like very, very jarringly different. But it's just such a feel good movie. Oh, and, yeah. And god damn Meryl Streep she's so great in it she's just so good at everything yeah um, everybody Rip Torn is yeah. fucking amazing mm-hmm. everybody in that movie um, so yeah so that was great but uh, the movie that my quote was from uh, uh, was uh, uh, Modern Romance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I don't think I've seen since college or, or maybe before yeah um, I think high school for me yeah and and I think it might be my favorite Albert Brooks it's, movie it's like one of the most like perfectly encapsulated like examples of just a brilliant mind making a yeah. movie and just being like this is Albert Brooks like here's a it only has one one little sort of like thing about it that I was kind of like oh no you didn't have to do that uh first of all like the first it's not the first scene um uh it's Him basically and... about this guy who who breaks up with his girlfriend who he breaks up with all the time. Yeah. Um and and about how he deals with that and how he deals with himself as a man and um and <laughs> so he gets 
lewds yeah. from his friend Bruno Kirby <laughs> and takes a couple of lewds. And the whole scene where he's high on, on lewds is one of the just funniest. Just like walking around his apartment, like trying to call somebody, <laughs> like <laughs> figuring out. Yeah. yeah, like just like being just being high on drugs and being okay with his decision to break up with her because you know what he's gonna get together with ellen it's ellen he should be with and he's talking to himself <laughs> the whole time and when he's not talking to himself he's talking to his bird Petey. yeah and he's like huh Petey? <laughs> me and ellen Petey, <laughs> ellen <laughs> it's so I'm, good it's it's so fucking great and right up until the end you just see everything he's doing wrong and he does everything wrong but everything he does wrong as a man you've done yeah like you've done this at some point yeah and been this guy in a relationship and this is why you can't have a good relationship yeah and these are the shitty ways you try to fix it and blah 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 and and at the very end it's left on this note of like of like this kind of happy moment but it's like not a happy moment but like it's the ending is so perfect the well, ending of what happens like like there's a an ending on a happy moment and then there's like a text scrawl or whatever that's what that was my problem i that's didn't want so the text scrawl. it's it's very funny I, no, but, but i but didn't want the, scr- the the text because i was like no leave it on this this unsettling moment but that that just kind of goes see this is what's wrong and just leave it there and it's fucking but the cherry on perfect. the top that makes it perfect is the is that scrawl that like cycle no i see, think I that to me that makes like the whole thing i don't think you needed that because perfect. i think that you could extrapolate from what was happening and from what their relationship was throughout the whole movie uh, up yeah. until the very end where you're like oh my god this is where they're going yeah and then you're like well i know what's going to happen with these people yeah because this is what their relationship has been time and time again i didn't need that scroll that scroll was just like an extra joke that that I, I was like it's 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 one step think too it, far it's an extra joke that for me it's sells funny. it sells the point of what's it it just gives you that like image of them after the credits roll that i just feel like it sends you home on that like You've seen it, the, what it says kind of tells you about the future, and you're kind of like, you. It's a def, it's a definitive button, and I get that kind of like not wanting it to be that kind of a button. Yeah, like, but the I just thing think is, it's to it's, me it just it wrap. It's like the bow on the package for it me. Just, I, I think it just kind of goes. You've been watching a comedy as opposed to. Oh, but you've been so, watching a fucking hilarious movie. But it's a laugh about with the like way a people cut are to it. That that button. I feel like it to me. It's like. Oh, like, of course. I didn't want oh. it, but I didn't begrudge it being there. <laughs> okay. Um, because it is such a perfect, yeah. uh, it's such a brilliant movie. And the thing that, that kind of blows my mind about his movies is there are whole scenes. He, he plays, he's an editor. Yeah. Uh, a movie editor. And um, there are whole scenes of him doing his job. Funny scenes. Mm-hmm. Scenes that have nothing to do with the way, with the, what the movie's about. Yeah. Uh, other than they show him at his work, yeah, uh, a- as this person. So there are ways that you can take that. Like, well, is this just showing that he is very good at his job? Yeah, because he is very good at his job, a- and and that takes away from him as, as a fully actualized human being who's, you know, m- emotionally mature enough yeah. to deal with a relationship or whatever. Uh, so I didn't like. There's whole like, why did that scene need to be there? But I love that it was there. Yeah, he's such an interesting filmmaker, or was. He doesn't really do that much anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But next, I am definitely going to watch uh, Looking for Comedy in the Muslim World. Nice. I don't know. I, I want to see yeah. that's yeah. the latest thing he's done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Can't yeah. say enough good things about him. He's a genius. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I'm Anything else? Watch Modern Romance. Yeah, man. Wow. Mm, yeah. Any uh, final mm, wrapping up? Mm, nope. All right. That's just about it for mm, me. Mm, all right. Well, then let's get into film roulette. Okay. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week it was Keanu. Greg went and saw that. Casey uh, will tell you why he didn't in a minute, but the loser gets to go see something terrible. Uh, I had I had to go see Mother's Day from Gary Marshall. So happy. Um, and <laughs> yeah, we will <laughs> talk about an album that the loser gave us as punishment, and then uh, I will give these guys an album for next week, and we will roll for movies next week as well. Mm-hmm. That is how you play. Um, before we get too far out of the bits, I want to say, as I mentioned, Gary Marshall's Mother's Day. Yeah. Now I'll save it for my for my uh, right. review section. Great. So you guys, you won the right to go see Keanu. Uh-huh. Uh, Greg, you got to check it out. Casey, do you want to explain your position? Yeah, I'll go right off the top here. Uh, I was supposed to go see it um, last night. Yeah, I had my my little time all marked out, and I became very very ill. I'm still actually something wrong with your tum tum, buddy. It was my little tum tum. <laughs> that sucks. And uh, yeah. and as a result of my my, my silly little tum tum, uh-huh. I had some massive diarrhea. Oh <laughs> yeah yeah. And guys, it's not over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm in a brief uh, but beautiful respite right now. Yeah. <laughs> because my stomach is uh, is empty. Yeah. I'm huh. putting coffee in it right now, which yeah. is that's a, a great terrible point. idea. <laughs> <laughs> that plugs that diarrhea right up. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 some cigarettes with it. Uh, I'm not going to be able to get up from this couch today. Um, But anyway, Uh (laughs) enough of my wonderful diarrhea stories. Uh, So, yeah, so I couldn't go. Thought I'd be able to go uh, today, but Mm -hmm. I couldn't. Anyway, the story is getting more and more interesting. I'm going to stop it before it reaches its zenith. Well, Greg, you got to see Keanu. We'll come back to what Casey got to see after you talk about Keanu. So bummed that I didn't get to see it. So this is the feature film debut of Key and Peele. Yeah, uh, they had a, a sketch comedy show that just got more and more popular, and now we're here. We had their fir- first feature film. 
Um, loading it up right now. IMDb yeah. describes the plot as friends hatch a plot to retrieve a stolen kitten by posing as drug dealers for a street gang. Uh, directed by Peter Atencio, who I guess was also their director on the show. Yeah, he's um, directed like some sketch and stuff. Uh, he did some weird monster movie on an oil rig or something. Okay. But yeah, he's. I think he's done a lot of comedy lately. Yeah, so... Greg, yeah. tell us all about <clears throat> Keanu. Cool, I will. Um, I had not watched much Key and Peele mm-hmm. um, due to my uh, very aggressive dislike of Keegan-Michael Key right. um, through my exposure of him on Mad TV. Yeah. Right. Cannot stand his Mad TV work. Um, yeah, most was, people weren't was good a on Mad yeah, TV. Listen, it's a horrible <laughs> show with really bad Mad writing, T- and no, no one beat a character or catchphrase into the ground like Mad TV. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mad TV had some amazing people go through it. Yeah, Andy Daly, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Matt Bronger, like people who today, even uh, uh, Jordan Peele. Yeah, uh, people who today I'm like, are f- I fucking love that person. They're brilliant. Yeah, and when the show was on, I was like, eh, fuck that. Yeah, was yeah. Anna Faris uh, Mad TV? I don't know. Mm, I don't think so. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, I stayed away from Key and Peele for quite a while just because I'm like, well, nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't like that guy. Um, but, you know, it, it's, so many of their sketches had gone viral. Yeah. I couldn't help but see a few of them. And I'm like, boy, they really have good chemistry. And he doesn't seem to be an aggravating piece of shit in this. And then he started popping up things. I'm like, okay. Maybe there's something there. So I seen the trailers for this. I got very, very excited. It looks so good. Yeah. And I decided it's, to check out a little bit of the show beforehand. I just randomly started at season four of uh, yeah. Key and Peele. I watched three or four episodes and loved them. Yeah. yeah. Just loved them. I'm like, a oh, great man. Show. Boy, this is really fucking they have good. A, so. They have a fantastic writing uh, writing team on that show, too. Yeah, and it has great flow and chemistry, and the ideas are really rich and fun, and they know when to hit the brakes on them. But they can also just do a one-note dumb thing of, like, funny names and yeah. totally make yeah. it work. Yeah. And they do a lot of stuff that I've seen that really is, like, one note but also super funny because it's, like, they did the Gordon Ramsay thing where he keeps saying, like, I'm you're fired or no you're not like the kind of reality like it's the joke that you would make about a reality show but they sell it really well that, yeah that's it's like thing. yeah good i find that they're the like, pop culture riffery is usually pretty spot on yeah for sure um and so that's something that can go very wrong yeah, yeah. uh so yeah I was, and will forte's in this movie i was still i'm very very excited to see it yeah. um yeah so i saw it two days ago and it's okay yeah Dang it. Yeah. Just Dang okay. It. It's like <clears throat> uh, they're they're good in it. They're really likable in it. But this movie only has two jokes. Yeah. The two jokes are these two guys aren't gangsta and they're pretending to be. Yeah. And one There's of them, a lot of that in the trailer. Yeah. And one of them really likes George Michael. Yeah. And that's like kind of those two jokes get hit over and over and over again. Occasionally to excellent effect. But I didn't really laugh out loud too much in this movie. Dang it. Um, and the problem is... <laughs> holy shit. Casey just popped the top off of his uh, coffee. Oh but it really went But it really <laughs> flew. <laughs> I did not mean to do that. But I'm enchanted. Yeah. And uh, for those of you listening at home, uh, Casey popped the top off his coffee is not a diarrhea metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, guys, I'm going to pop the top off my coffee. <laughs> 
Gross. <laughs> <laughs> really broke the seal on guys. <laughs> uh, uh, so, is it like... Here's the problem. The, like, exactly why I was watching uh, Real Men... Um, and that movie knows how to lean into craziness and just stay there. Yeah. You, once you set the bar crazy, you've got to hang out there. You can't just fucking bring it back and tone it down or you lose momentum and feel. Yeah. And it, this movie doesn't ever go... It, where it go? The, the length it goes to for the climax should be about midway in the movie. Yeah. Because if you're going to do this thing where you have two guys and they're going to get fucking knee-deep in shit all over the fucking place, you... How, you can't go less than what the Blues Brothers did. Yeah, if you're yeah. not if you're not being chased by all the cops and <laughs> uh, and, the, and the nuns are going to slap you around the head and the fucking Nazis are there, like every, yeah. everyone has to be after you. Right. You know, it has to be that deep, and it never does. It never gets that uh, fucking out of control, and it just kind of hangs back with this one very sort of small world and setting. And they want the cat, and the cat's really adorable, and there are some great scenes throughout it. But it just never catches flight as a comedy. All those things that were so great about the show, knowing when to pump brakes, knowing when to cut a joke off and leave the fucking thing alone for a while. Yeah. This movie doesn't do that and just hangs out with the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. And seeing them turn all like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, every five minutes like, yeah, I know, I know. We did this already like a bunch of times. Like, yeah. Let's fucking do something else. Yeah. You know? Or, like, make the way they are gangsta funnier. Like, you know, and they just, they won't push it far enough and they, uh, like there's it seemed like it was about to go to fucking crazy town and they just don't they just reel way back on it again it's like stop trying to make uh you know an accessible like flat easy comedy because your concepts are too fucking nuts here yeah and people are getting gunned down and you're dealing with like real gangster shit out there and there's like death and drugs and shit like that this has got to go fucking 100 miles in the other direction in order to keep it light and fun when you pull back then it just doesn't it's just it's boring yeah. and it's not I don't know it just doesn't work and it just, it just becomes like, a guns movie kind of yeah, thing yeah a little bit no it never even becomes that it's, um, it's a really it's a kind of a confusing film like it just doesn't know when to to amp it up yeah it just doesn't this is the problem with most comedies these days does it feel like like a sketch show like does it feel like is no it, is it like no. it's one over long sketch or is it too it many doesn't sketches? Have a sketchy vibe okay uh, you know like there you there's because some of it is so blueprinty from you know uh two buddies are going to have an adventure comedy yeah. action movie um if you know setups that are sitting there at the beginning of the movie you know we're going to come around to the end and yeah uh wouldn't almost exactly like real men in ways yeah <laughs> um but it again you just can't uh you can't just have it be middle of the road if you're going to make a crazy movie about a cat named keanu that drug dealers and cops and warring gangs are all fighting over and the cat's running through the action like this this movie's got to be yeah bananas right yeah. the trailer made it look like it was going to be bananas but totally. it's just, it isn't they're really likable in it. I don't. I, this movie doesn't suck. It's just a little disappointing. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, when it pops up on Netflix, watch it. You'll have a fine time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, chuckling a little bit. <sighs> but I wanted it. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I want to laugh my I fucking their, ass off and I be like, there to oh be shit. A new, a new franchise of people, not franchise a, a film necessarily, but I wanted there to be a new, like a new duo. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. Or, or a new collective of people making genuinely inventive comedy. And that's yeah. what this looked like. Yeah, absolutely. It really looked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now again, it doesn't suck. Their show is great. They're still wildly popular. I'm sure this will do some bank and they'll do another I movie. Think it already has, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they'll feel unshackled with the next one and be like, well, we can really fucking yeah. go at it. You know, uh, man. How yeah. was the direction? Fine. It looks yeah. good. 
it looks really good because that was a thing a lot of people say about the show is how well directed yeah it is. no yeah. it's it's a it, yeah th like this guy is definitely the right sort of person to be there as far as where to put the camera and how to yeah. frame their shots and shit like that and keep the pace i guess moving but it's the script is lacking yeah it yeah. really is but and but it's only written by uh, Jordan Peele and somebody else. Yeah, Key Michael Key didn't uh, write it. Mm. No, I don't think he did a lot of writing on. He's uh, just like a performance guy. Yeah, that's fine. But uh, yeah, there, it just it's really lacking okay. a little bit of uh, extra something, some kind of magic yeah. that just isn't there. Um, again, it's watchable. I with no means would say go see it in the theater. Uh, but when it pops up on Netflix, you'll have a good time. Yeah, you know. Okay, it's okay. All right. Yeah, but ultimately, I was very sad. That well, it wasn't the best. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Casey, what? You watched special correspondence. Yep. Do you want to give us a quick rundown of what uh, that is and what you thought of it? Yeah. I do. Okay. Yeah. Um and I, and here I go. Uh okay, so basically this is a, a new Netflix original movie. Um produced by Ted Sar Sarandos yeah. and um Ricky Gervais. Written and directed also by Ricky Gervais, mm -hmm. based on G. Um, a French film, I believe. Yeah, it's a re it's like a pseudo remake. Yeah, oh, yeah, really. Um, basically, it's about these two fellows, uh, a reporter and um, a tech guy from mm -hmm. a reporter. Blah, blah, blah. They're supposed to be sent to uh, Ecuador, where there's uh, some sort of civil unrest, uh, and they're supposed to uh, to report on it. But by accident, they lose the tickets and um, and uh, their passports. So they're forced to stay in the city in in America, hide out in an attic, and pretend that they're correspond like mm -hmm. that they're uh, that they oh. are where they're supposed to be. Yeah, that they're reporting from Ecuador. I believe it's Ecuador. Yeah, and um, Ricky Gervais is the tech guy, right? Yes, uh -huh. he is. Um, it's not a bad setup. No, it's well, a, it's a fine it, it's a fine. Um, uh, premise for a movie mm -hmm. that I feel leads like to some some fine um, complications. Yeah, right. and I feel like there's a setup for like some kind of you know not satire, but like maybe some critique or some kind of a bite to it about the news or like there's yeah. stuff you would, to play yeah, around. There's a you lot would, of room to yeah room there. You would think so. Yeah, um, I did. I but I've, this movie doesn't do that. And you know what? It makes the choice not. Or I, I don't know if that it makes the choice not to do that. It, it's just it's more just it. telling the story of how these two guys try to to do a thing. I mean, th there are there's a thing here or there that says, uh, uh, you know, th that are like mini critiques of of the way the news is handled mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. But uh, but more more so, it's the story about these two guys. Uh, anyway, uh, it's it's a real letdown. Yeah. Uh, look, I and, and this is coming from. I'm a huge Ricky Gervais fan. Yes. Uh, or I was you a were. huge Ricky yeah. Gervais fan. I think what I am is a huge Ricky Gervais with Stephen Merchant fan. Yeah. <laughs> and when Ricky Gervais doesn't have Stephen Merchant, it doesn't work. Yeah. He doesn't get how to do it without Steve. Right. Um, I, I've, I've listened to all of the podcasts. Not only all of the podcasts, I've listened to pirated versions of their radio show back yeah. with, uh, with them and Carl Pilkington. Um, everything they've done. And then and then they kind of split up, went their own ways, and Ricky Gervais has just been floundering. Yeah. And this is another example of that. Yeah. It's poorly written. There's there are some funny moments, some funny Gervais-esque moments, but it starts out with every character coming on screen and kind of going, uh, not like right to camera or anything, but clumsily 
getting their their story out kind of thing. Right. Like, like yeah. that's what I'm all about. Yeah. That kind of junk. I'm the yeah. I'm the the reporter who will do anything for a scoop. Eric Band is terrible in this movie. Oh, is he? Ah, see, that's Awful. why I wanted to watch this because I, I've always been waiting for Eric Banner to do something of this sort of tone mm-hmm. because his early work, like before he came stateside, he's he, he was a, a comedy he guy. He was a comedy yeah. guy. Yeah, and if you look at his uh, note-perfect fucking performance in Chopper, which is very <laughs> dramatic a lot of the times, it's also fucking hilarious. But it's it's hilarious born of the of the inherent drama of that situation. Yeah, absolutely. And but he, still, that's he, still one of the better performances I've seen anybody do. Oh, he, him he's and Chopper. fucking phenomenal. And I've never seen that kind of levity or uh, that sort of uh, maniacal uh, glint in his eye in any of the American films he's done. He's been very good in American movies, mm-hmm. but nothing even close to that chopper performance. And so, Not that this is going to be that, but I've been waiting for him to kind of fucking be in a comedy. Yeah, yeah no, no, he's, he's just a cock. Work, eh? is he? uh, nah. And, and uh, we're supposed to... There are these two polar opposite guys. Ricky Gervais is just a schlubby... Uh, you know, uh, a tech guy whose wife doesn't respect him. Um, his wife is played by Vera Farmiga, mm-hmm. uh, who is, if there's any reason to see this movie, it's Vera Farmiga. She is fucking amazing in this movie. Huh. She's fucking hilarious. Really? She plays That's his, uh, his wife who doesn't respect him, doesn't, like, she, she only married him because she thought he would be, like, this big, famous, yeah. uh, you, you know, like, news guy and... and He's middling, and she's disappointed. Um, but as a result of him, like, so basically, they pretend to uh, to be in Ecuador. They're, uh, but through a series of mishaps, they have to pretend to be kidnapped. Uh-huh. Um, and so she plays, so she sort of, like, takes this angle. She's always wanted to be famous and rich and everything. So she goes on TV, you know, and starts this fund to bring them home kind of thing, to mm-hmm. pay the, yeah. the ransom and bring them home. And, and it makes her very famous, and, and she, like, just sort of revels in the uh, the fame she's getting. And she plays it fucking perfectly. Um, the other begrudgingly funny thing uh, is the people that they're staying with own the bar across the street from their uh, the news station. Ah. Um, and they're played by some guy I don't know and America Ferreira. Mm-hmm. Who I guess was on Ugly Betty. I've never seen her in anything but this. She's also on uh, uh, Superstore, uh, the oh. television show, which I actually watched a whole season of. Oh, seriously? Yeah, yeah, because I really wanted to. Because that's got like Mark McKinney and yep. like it's got a bunch of cool people yep. on it. It's a uh, it's a sitcom. Yeah, and uh, it's not a great. It's not a super amazing sitcom, but I watched the whole season. I laughed a lot. It's, I can get yeah. down with a middling sitcom. It's, it's like, it was like happy endings uh, in the sense of, All right. by a couple episodes in, I was on board with the people that were playing all the characters and they're mm-hmm. and they're like it was more of just like oh this is a good ensemble like you guys are all yeah. pretty funny i'll watch it for a season yeah and then and they just got renewed for a second season and i kind of was like okay i can't wait to see like if this show really takes off like it yeah it goes for a lot of easy jokes but it also has some really funny stuff too yeah um all right i'm in but uh but this has her and and she just plays a sweet idiot and she plays a sweet idiot so fucking perfectly, and and she is just like absolutely heartwarming and, and really funny. Yeah, she's really funny on Superstar too. Um, but yeah, otherwise, it, it doesn't build a friendship between the two guys that it needs to. 
um, because, mm. you know, they, they kind of get forced together and forced closer and closer together kind of thing through circumstance. And it's something that should have made them friends. But at the end, they're just kind of like, we're friends now, but you don't see any of that process. Yeah. So it's very Wait, empty. you had a mom? <laughs> Martha. What was her name? Martha. What was her name? <laughs> um, but uh, uh, but yeah, so it's just it's very empty. And Gervais, j- he, he he's not a strong writer. He's a very funny what, person. What, uh, did Merchant have anything to do uh, with this new Derek? Uh, no, with the David Brent movie that's coming. I don't think so. Oh boy. I'm not I saw, looking forward I, initially to Initially, I saw that that was coming, and I was like, hey! And then I went, oh! oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy, he's going to fuck this up, isn't he? Oh, in, in the uh, worst way. I'm really... I, I don't know that I'll even see it, because uh-huh. I'm... Yeah. Oh, it's just... I mean, did you see the in, the invention of lying? Yeah. I heard that was terrible. It's, it's really bad. It's got a funny joke here or there. Same thing as, as Special Chorus 1. It's got a funny joke here or there. But it's really just more of like Ricky Gervais standing on a soapbox going, I'm an atheist. People who believe in God are fucking stupid. <laughs> and I'm like, your, oh, your he, fund- how is your fundamentalism any different than any sort of He doesn't believe in God. Movie? I've never heard him say that. <laughs> I know. It's a shocking revelation. I know. Uh, but this movie misses the mark on, on so many levels where yeah. you're just like, ah, this could have been nice and sweet. And y- all you had to do was follow a very entertaining story because the things that happen in it are very entertaining. Yeah. yeah. And and it's it's empty. That's a fucking bummer, man. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Speaking of empty and characters that announce to each other uh, <laughs> what's going on, <laughs> I had to see Mother's Day. Man, I'm so happy about uh, this. Currently getting seven. Isn't this thing like three hours long? <laughs> 17 on Metascore, an hour and 58 minutes. Uh, directed by Gary Marshall. Sorry, starring... there's a soapbox derby going yeah. on outside. Oh, they heard it. There's some, <laughs> some skateboarders. There's Jesus a pack of skater die bros. Um, <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, you want to stop gleaming the cube out there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, somebody's got to gleam these cubes. <laughs> these cubes aren't going to gleam their selfies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, starring Jennifer Aniston, Kate Hudson, Julia Roberts, uh, Jason Sudeikis, Timothy Oliphant, and more. Uh, directed by Gary Marshall. Before I get into Mother's Day, I wanted to say, I forgot to say it in the bits, uh-huh. after coming home from this movie, uh-huh. I went and I watched Gary Marshall's, uh, one of his earlier motion pictures, The Flamingo Kid. Oh, with uh, oh, Matt yeah. Dillon. With Matt Dillon. Yeah. And um, it is absolutely wonderful. Yeah. It is so good. It is so funny. It is so charming. You want to spend more time in this world. Yeah, that's and a it, movie I haven't seen in 20 years. It couldn't have been... Uh, that's a movie I haven't seen <laughs> in a long time. <laughs> it couldn't have been more of an opposite... It I, more like Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Because, <laughs> <laughs> well, it didn't sound like Alec Guinness. Um, yeah, yeah, you forget that Gary Marshall used to do things of value. Like, yeah, and and was such a like the actors in that movie. He su- he has such a touch for you know small scenes and small jokes. And he, and in the Flamingo Kid, there's a lot of sort of tossed away lines that happen off screen or like ADR'd over that like enrich the scenes and kind of make these little pockets of funny things happening. And that's going on in Mother's Day 
there's scenes in this movie where like people are just not their faces are not on camera and and things are ADR'd in that are just do not need to be there and are mm-hmm. so obviously added ap- afterwards and are so fucking stupid that like not even as jokes like there's a scene in this movie where um one of the main characters is talking about how her mother abandoned her when she was younger and that's why like you know I am the way I am and then we see the uh, other character's face and you just hear from the the back of the person's face who's saying it that's why I have abandonment issues <laughs> wow and it's just like yeah <laughs> you could tell me your your life story. Uh, you don't need to be a yeah. I, oh, my mom abandoned me. That's why I have a, issues with abandonment. Like right. it's and it's like ADR, and you're like nobody needed this line, and why did you put it in there? Oh, it's it's, it's probably like one of those focus group ads kind of thing. Like somebody in on the comment card goes, "Why does she have abandonment issues?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, she didn't say it. I guess we'll have to say it. Yeah. So the movie's about like. Ah, this date of the year, it's Mother's Day. <laughs> Have you seen any of the other ones? Uh, no. New Year's Eve or uh, Valentine's Day? No. Uh, AIDS Week? What else <laughs> did they do? Shark Week? St. <laughs> Patrick's Black Day. St. <laughs> Patrick's Day is just like... <laughs> <laughs> so it's about like Mother's Day is on the horizon and a bunch of people that you don't know why they're... AIDS Week? <laughs> you, don't, you don't know like... What their connection is at the beginning of the movie will all kind of become a tapestry of, you know, drama and comedy by the end of it. Um, Jennifer Aniston is kind of the main uh, person in this movie. Her her name's Sandy. She has divorced Timothy Oliphant, and he's recently married, like, a really young woman. And they make a lot of jokes, like, she must be, like, 12 years old. (laughs) Um, Nice. There is uh, this woman who keeps showing up on TV named Miranda, who's like a, a home shopping network guru, and that's Julia Roberts in like a role that took her like two hours to film, and she got like a hundred million, or she got like four million dollars for it or some shit. Awesome! Like she got paid an insane amount of money. Who cares? That but that became a news item this week, so that's why uh-huh. I say it. But like she's like a glorified cameo because she's in it like less than everybody else. But she's like, oh, I gave up my only child, so I'm not a mother. And then this other uh, uh, person in the movie, Kristen, played by Burt Robertson, is like, my mom left me, and I don't know why. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen with these two characters, one of whom doesn't have a mother, and the other whom gave up their daughter. Could she be your daughter? Yes! <laughs> Dan, I'd appreciate it if you'd say things like, spoiler alert, before oh, you yeah. say something like that. Um, and then Kate Hudson... Uh, is I don't like Kate Hudson in this movie as well. Um, try and, and and so it's like her and her sister, and both of them have been lying to their parents their whole lives because uh, Kate Hudson is dating um, an Indian doctor, and her mom and dad are like Americans. They're like Trump Americans, and they don't like the colored people, and they also don't like that Kate Hudson's sister is is gay and and is actually in a relationship with Cameron Esposito. Who Seriously? shows up in this movie and tries desperately to be funny and charming, and she is funny and charming, but she doesn't get any laughs. She's just it's just uh, like, oh, I'm happy for you and sorry for you because you deserve <laughs> to be a huge star, but you're in this movie. I will only <laughs> go and see this if uh, the sister is played by Rhea Butcher. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm out. Nope. Um, but so like, there plays par- the sister. Uh, I'm gonna bring it up. I f- keep wanting to say it was. Uh, 
she looks a lot like the Olsen from uh, Martha Marcy May Marlene. Oh, uh, Elizabeth Olsen? She looks a lot like Elizabeth Olsen, but I don't Merlin wanna... Olsen? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they've been, like, lying. I'll find it. They've been, like, lying to their parents about it, and their parents are, like, driving around Jeep, Skyping them every once in a while for some reason. Um, and so they have to pretend, like, no, I didn't marry the Indian doctor, and no, I'm I'm still, like, engaged to Steve, even though I'm in a relationship with somebody else. Um, and this is all stupid, and it's all terrifyingly unfunny. Um, and it's just, it's just so inept. There's no laughs. Jason Sudeikis plays a guy whose, uh, wife died overseas. Um, and he's kind of trying to deal with being a single father and maybe him and, uh, Jennifer Aniston will get together by the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Yes. Um... Uh, well, it's, got, it's got a 17 on Metascore yeah, Hector right Elizondo's man. in here. Yeah, I think um, he's always in these. Totally. Uh, Margo Martindale. Oh, Asif Manvi plays Indian Doctor, I'm assuming. Yes. <laughs> Larry Miller shows up. Um, I can't find... Ooh, Sarah uh, Chalk. I like yeah. Sarah Chalk. can't find the uh, other sister. Uh-huh. Anyway... It's garbage, and it's yeah. not funny at all, and it is as awful. And uh, oh yeah, Jennifer Garner is the is Jason Sudeikis's uh, dead wife who shows up like on a video, and is like, "It's me." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just picturing like a paranormal activity yeah. type of thing. She shows up on a video, even though she's been Here dead for thirty years. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a subplot involving stand-up comedy where John Lovitz owns a uh, comedy club that I feel like this this movie knows less about stand-up comedy than Punchline. Well, he um, really does own a stand-up comedy. Yeah, uh, club uh, owner uh, Wally Byrne here. Yeah. He carries a dog around the whole movie. That's funny, right? Nope. Um, it's every bit as uh like ugly and um uh offensive as everybody is saying. But I found it ultimately to be so forgettable. Like when I watched that movie with Robert De Niro, The Big Wedding. Like mm-hmm. I was like frothing at the mouth at how upsetting that movie was, yeah. like and how racist and homophobic yeah. it was. And I feel like this movie is pretty similarly racist and kind of homophobic a little. Right. Like the mo- like the whole thing with the mom and the dad who are like good Americans and I don't drink your beer that's not made in America and yeah. Like the way that that stuff so they don't want her to date uh and marry an Indian doctor. And it keeps being said, like, oh, like, he's a do- I'm a doctor, though, so they should be okay with it. And it's like, well, they should be okay with it that you're just a fucking human being. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's something. Yeah. And so, like, she won't tell them that they're actually married and already have kids and stuff. And the mom ends up accidentally Skyping with uh, his Indian doctor's mom. They can't even give him a, a name um, in the credits. But um, she ends up accidentally Skyping with her. And the and the American mom says like calls the Indian mom's son a towelhead to her, Ugh. and and then the the Indian mom is like I don't that sounds very racist but it's funny or something and then they all have like a laugh and like they don't learn not to be racist it's like we can it's just we can all get along it, if everybody else will just accept america's racism kind of like that's that. kind of cute yeah it is, and it is it's like okay well, you guys are still my daughter so i love you but it's like you guys didn't deal like they're never like i guess we were wrong yeah. like there's yeah, never yeah. a moment of like yep yeah, 
you know what? We should be more accepting. Like, at least give us that. Like, well, you just I have them know. laugh does... about, like, these serious problems. That does sound like how things are resolved in America. Like, it sounds pretty <laughs> true to life. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's 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 terrible. It's not funny, and it feels like a hundred years long. And that's why I have abandonment issues. Yeah, and that's why <laughs> I have abandonment issues. Because I was abandoned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like at this point, Gary Marshall uh, exists only uh, as a character for Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and yeah, totally. Um, and Jennifer Aniston's plot thread is resolved by um, she goes, she has a big party that she pays for, um, and she uh, invites like uh, the her ex husband to like get him jealous because um, for something uh, reasons, and she hires a clown. <laughs> no. Reason she <laughs> hires a clown and uh-huh. she thinks somebody that she knows is behind her in the kitchen and it's actually the clown and she's like pouring her heart out like oh, I just want to do this and my kids and my dad like my my ex husband and like I I wish everything would work out and stuff and then she turns around she's like oh my god it's a clown and then the clown like has her take a handkerchief and it's like never ending and he's like just like the love for your children and she's like thanks clown. She actually says, thanks, clown. She's like, I can't believe I just had a heart-to-heart with a clown. <laughs> thanks, clown. And that's and then she's like, you're right. I should, like, be not so, you know, worried about this and just be a family. And, like, he he's happy, and so I should be happy for him and my kids, and we'll all just be a happy family. Thanks. Thanks, clown. I'm, like, sort of mad at you for telling me <laughs> <Yeah>. that story. <laughs> I hate everything about that. Yeah. yeah. Because there are so many, there are good places you can go. That's a hack premise yeah. where you're pouring your heart out to somebody who's behind you and you never turn around uh-huh. to, to face them and it turns out it's somebody else. It's a hack premise that you can do something funny with, something sitcom with. Yeah. They didn't even do anything good with it. Yeah, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's that might stupid as well have been a Fuller House joke. <laughs> stupid and I hate it. Yeah. I really hated it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. fuck that. Honestly, please go watch The Flamingo Kid. It yeah, is a, like I haven't thought about yeah. that movie in ages. I'll it is watch a that very, it's Young a, Matt yeah. Dillon is... Young, uh, and he's great now. Fuck, young Matt Dillon is... Uh, yeah. There's a reason everyone was freaking out about what yeah. that guy was going to do. Cause it's fucking, <laughs> you were going to say... Because he's a young Matt Dillon is a fuck... <laughs> young Matt Dillon is a fuck machine. <laughs> <laughs> everyone was freaking out about how good <laughs> Matt Dillon could fuck. That guy can fuck. So good. Yeah, this is this and, is why I have abandonment issues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Wonderful. Wonderful film. Don't go see Mother's Day. If only take your mom if you hate her. Only take. Only watch this movie if you are angry at your mom. Yeah. <laughs> only take your if mom. You Mother's Day. Like, you want to get your mother a gift that really says, "Hey, mom, fuck <laughs> you." I fucking hate you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like if you don't hang out with your mom because you don't live there, but you like really, she like really upset you, then like send her tickets to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Mail her tickets. Um. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. Well, all right. fun. It's time to talk about our punishment album. Yep. Casey, what? Can you tell us what you gave us and why. I gave you uh, an album called o- Outer Heaven. Is that what yes. it's called? Outer right. Heaven. Um, by a band called Grays. Uh, because first of all, excuse Burn. me. Toronto's own. Uh, mm-hmm. Toronto's own, Grace. Um, we covered one of their EPs. Yeah, long time. A uh, long time called Easy Listening um, uh, in one of our first episodes, or at least one of the first months uh, of early our episodes. On, yeah. um, mm-hmm. And I loved the shit out of it. 
and I was like, I can't wait until uh, these guys put more shit out, and they keep putting out good stuff, and I've seen them live, and they're like fucking the loudest shit that you can see, and it's amazing. Uh, so yeah, and this album is getting uh, crazy good reviews. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to listen to it myself. I didn't have time to do anything this weekend oh. or this week, so uh, guys, tell me what's up. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Um, yeah, so their last album, if anything, got like a lot of press, got them on Pitchfork, got them in a bunch of places, um, and this is kind of their next step album. Uh, yeah, it's getting them a lot more press than usual. Um, yeah. A lot more P than you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been a big fan of this band, like I mentioned last week, since their first EP. Um, and I've been enjoying this, I've been really enjoying seeing this band. I listened to it before you gave it to us because I been excited to hear what was going on mm-hmm. and i will say that i i really really like this album and it has taken me i'm kind of glad that you gave it to us when you did because I, as as usual with me it took took me a little time to kind of get into this album uh it's different than usual it, I, it starts off with a track that's just extremely soft it they yeah. do they do a lot of um pulling back on this album to allow their sound to breathe and it took i honestly the first time i listened to this album i thought oh cool like another album i like by grays but i didn't run back to it mm-hmm. and then you giving it to me basically i just listened to it straight up over and over again the whole week just to like mm-hmm. i want I, i'm diving in now and i yeah. and i love it i i love this band and i think this is a great uh mature step for them and i'm excited to see yeah, it's uh, definitely a change of pace. Yeah, um, there's more of a I don't want to say a pop angle, but yeah. they're going for more accessibility to some degree. Yeah, and they're doing a little. Uh, they've there's always, more yeah. dynamics going. Way on more here. dynamics. Um, than and usual. yeah, I needed the whole week too. I because I started off just like I don't know, like I I'm not crazy about this band. I don't think they suck or anything like that. But nothing has ever really grabbed me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I didn't listen to the first full length. I, yeah, I, you know, I, easy listening. I liked some of, but it wasn't nuts about. I didn't uh, dive right into it like you guys. And this yeah. album too. When I started out with it, I was like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, maybe this band just isn't for me. But uh, thankfully, I got into it early in the week, and I think around the fourth or fifth listen i was i really i was started really paying yeah. attention to the lyrics yeah um, lyrically, and i was like this is actually qu- this is all right not all of it this is like i'd say this album is a good solid seven out of ten kind of thing mm-hmm. like there's some missteps here and there's some stuff that's a little on the fucking nose you know like i, I would never listen to uh, some of these tracks i don't ever want to go back to but the stuff that works i like more than anything i've heard from them so yeah. far this is really well constructed and like there's Seems like what Toronto does well right now is this noise punk yeah. thing. Um, but I think they're very fucking good at it. I don't know that I think there's I can think of two other bands in Toronto that are better at it. <laughs> what bands? <laughs> uh, Champion Lover, absolutely Obviously. the best at it. And then I'd put Odonis Odonis right after that. Yeah, but these guys are dope. fucking fantastic. This is the best thing I've heard them do. Yeah, and I finally kind of see what the appeal is and yeah. i think i need to maybe go back to the earlier stuff because again listening to this over and over throughout the week because yeah. i'm like what am i not hearing here why don't i, I, don't <laughs> why, I why don't i get this yeah you know and then I finally it's, i kind of had to really lean into the lyrics yeah. a bit and follow i like that he's not screaming just to scream like yeah it follows kind of a progression of what he's talking about when he yeah. lets loose some songs the songs where it is just like we're gonna keep talking noisy rock and rock and rock I can't hear which one is it. Uh, erosion or complaint rock? I'm just like I don't, know. I don't 
I don't need to hear this again. Yeah. Um, or I, maybe I do. Who knows? Because I would have <laughs> said that about everything after the first yeah. lesson. I'm like, whatever. I think I get it. But it's 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 subtly more complex than I gave it any kind of yeah. credit for being. Definitely. Um, and I and think- they don't ease into poppy stuff or more uh, or, or more accessible. I don't want to say poppy. More accessible um, verses on some of these tracks. It, they do it with a lot of class without going into some kind of fucking sing-songy yeah. pop punk garbage shit. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to make it into a fucking kids nursery rhyme. Yeah. To make it, uh, you know, more breathable. Definitely. Yeah, and and I think there's a lot uh, lyrically going on in this um, on this album in terms of like being a person of color yeah. in in you know a world where things happen and people are looking to you and yeah. and judging you and yeah. that there's like a lot of stuff, especially No Star, the second absolutely. Track. There's a lot of stuff going on here with like boy, that's a good song. Yeah, really good and yeah. and that I think is one of the reasons. Like they've always done really great stuff lyrically, but I think. They've really taken something from the real world and channeled it into their music on this album, yeah. and I think that really works well with their with their newfound uh, dynamics. Because yeah. they've always been, for me, they've always been a dynamic band, but it's always been dynamics of loudness and of noise. Yeah, and this they, is... they, they, they've been loud and louder. Yeah, <laughs> and this is a fr- and, and it really, honestly, it was. Uh, it took me aback a lot on my first listen. I said, "Oh, like some of this stuff." sounds straight up like midwestern emo stuff and stuff like some of it kind of has like a whole vibe to them that i could see in our other songs but they're really pushing that to the front on some of the softer songs and and it took me a while to really um get into it but when i did i started to just be like wow yeah there's a couple songs that go a little long or get a little bit um not pretentious but there's a couple one a couple of songs near the end where they get kind of noisy and they stretch out a bit yeah it's like i like this but uh, not, I don't love it, but I definitely think this is a, a big step for them, and I'm really excited. and And I've come around on it a lot since I started listening to it. Yeah, yeah. and I'm excited to keep, yeah, checking it out. Yeah. And I really want to hear what Casey thinks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So stuff. if you're, yeah, if you like noise rock, if you like punk, uh, they're definitely one a band to be watching mm-hmm. for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Dynamite. Um, yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> I've got like a wildly disparate. Uh, list of stuff that I could give you guys today. Uh-huh. Oh, what am I going to do? Okay. So I have been listening to a lot of rap. Uh-huh. A lot of rap. Right. And I've got uh, two rap songs here, uh, two rap albums here and one not. I'm thinking I'm going to go rap. Um, basically, yeah, we don't do a lot of rap. Let's no. do some rap. Yeah, rap, rap, rap. Is Sing it some MC raps to me. <laughs> um, so uh, since... Uh, since a little while back, I started listening to a lot of Tribe Called Quest because, obviously, of the great loss. And right. I've just been on a big rap kick. And yeah. I recently just dove into trying to find, like, tons of stuff that I've never heard before. And I yeah. landed on this album that I had never heard before. And the way it was described to me uh, through what I was reading about it, I thought, wow, I don't know how I will th- think of this. I found a... Uh, underrated albums list written by Jensen Carp on the hundreds. Oh, nice! I love yeah. Jensen Carp. So the, one of the albums on here was by a band or a group called the Boogie Monsters. Have you guys ever heard of the Boogie Monsters? No. Nope. So they released an album in '93 called Riders of the Storm, the Underwater album. I had never heard of this thing before. Never even heard of the Boogie Monsters. And the way he described it was, <laughs> "Yeah, this album is a Christian rap album. What? They're technically like." 
of the faith and they talk a little bit about their faith but it's also an alternative rap album that if you're a fan of tribe if you're a fan of far side yeah you should should know and so i've been listening to it and at first i was like this is a really murky album it's hard to make out some of the stuff going on yeah. here i don't know what i think it's dense it's an hour long like all of rap albums and then i've been listening to it a lot and and i've been listening to it more and more and i just started to think like I think this is like a crazy hidden gem and what, like the production <laughs> on this album is so interesting and weird. And yeah, they rap about like, you know, the, 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 the devil and they'd rap a lot about like, there's like some, some mentions of things from the Bible, but it's also like not so in your face but that who, it's like, who cares? Yeah. Like, like there, like there's so much of rap that talks about bitches and hoes yeah. and guns and shit. And, it, and I don't like any of that And they do it shit, in like but... a kind of like, kind of goofy weirdo backpacker 90s rap way where it's like yeah. i don't know these songs could be some of them could be about anything one of them is about something very specific and is one of the more creepy uh hip-hop songs i've ever heard um it's it's bizarre dear uh, stan i wrote you what you were still ain't calling <laughs> <laughs> it, it, they, they have a song in here about like a murderer and they have like a, a verse from the murderer and a verse from like a kid he's going to murder and you're oh. like holy shit Jesus this is crazy yeah. but it is it is fascinating. I just find myself thinking this is a really, really weird, interesting album. I'm excited for, to hear what you guys think. Definitely give it a few spins. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. And Boogie Monsters. <clears throat> yeah. But I love it. Name only. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm on board. Um, there's, I, I listen to it on Spotify, and there's one of the versions of the album on Spotify is remastered. I imagine if you listen to it on streaming, there'll be one that I has... I will uh, yeah. find the version that does... Uh, yeah, because it's a little bit monsters intended. Yeah, it's a little bit cleaner. You can hear it a little <laughs> bit better. Yeah, because it does have yeah, that kind of what the boogie monsters vision <laughs> was. Yeah. <laughs> so check it out. Yeah, fucking check it out. You check us out. <laughs> um. All right. <clears throat> let's get to rolling. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, this week we got to see Civil War. Yes. Point blank. Civil War, man. Holy shit. Yep. Yeah. So excited. Yep. Goodness. Crazy good reviews. Yep. I, uh, I started reading this uh, this article um, <clears throat> on Screen Rant this morning. It's a very uh, long article, so I only got about halfway through. But it's the entire history of the of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Um, or, or as it pertains to these movies. Mm-hmm. So it basically gives you how everything from the Marvel Universe that's in there in the movies kind of came to be and how everything's connected. Oh, yeah. It's fucking... For somebody who's not who's not a comic reader, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's such a well-written because it just gives you the facts kind of thing. Yeah. But it's very well-written and it's not uh, pandering or it's not... I'll um, have to check that out. ...condescending. Yeah or anything which you would think that a comic nerd would be yeah um it's uh it's fucking great and so interesting i was like holy shit there's so much going on here like nice. so much the way they tie in actual sort of uh mythology and you know american history yeah it's, uh it's pretty fantastic oh, cool yeah eh. well all right so um, civil war yeah we haven't decided the loser no um but we decided we would see how we feel. Yeah, there wasn't uh, anything in theaters. Yeah, I started looking up. I mean, we you know we can we've done a lot of bad superhero movies to go yeah. with superhero movies. So I was like, what's the worst Civil War movie? Yeah, I can find to be. Yeah, uh, and yeah. you found two. I found well, no, one of them isn't. One one of them was civil is a Civil War movie called Gods and Generals. Yeah, and a, it's, a sequel or prequel to Gettysburg. Gods and Monsters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's three hours and forty minutes long. Yeah. It's a hundred years long, <laughs> and, par- and apparently 
horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the uh, other one that you found. Well, I didn't find. I yeah. just, I was like, well, then, well, I don't know. It was hard to find specifically what's the, try Googling a list of the 10 worst Civil War movies yeah. and nothing really comes up. <laughs> no one's writing that list. Um, but then I was just like, what, what are bad war movies? Yeah. And, of course, Pearl Harbor popped yeah. up because that's also three hours long and I've never seen it. And it's now, just, you know, a, it's well, a, a, a punchline thr- joke. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a. Three-hour Michael Bay movie. Yeah, We've yeah. also talked about doing a monkey movie right. called Monkey Up. <laughs> yeah, which has nothing to do with anything, but an it's Air about, Bud film. Yeah. Well, it's a Civil War era monkey because <laughs> Air, <laughs> Air the Air Bud brand now just does monkey movies. Yeah, which is, yeah, <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah, somebody yeah. just came into the office one day and went, "Dogs are out, monkeys are in." Yeah, and it oh, was a monkey. They, they ordered wrong. <laughs> it was the monkey that runs the studio. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he wants monkey movies now. <laughs> it was the monkey from uh, Monkey Shines. <laughs> he was very intelligent. If you don't make these movies, but I'll kill murderous. you. Murderous. <laughs> Now, uh-huh. I honestly... Well, what's Monkey Up about? I, I only have looked at the poster. It's a monkey that's struggling monkey to be taking... Yourself. It's like a bunch of monkeys in a car, right? And isn't it, hasn't it's it about, something to do with Fast and it's Furious? About it's a monkey version of License to Drive. <laughs> no, Is there the, an unconscious the monkey in the trunk? Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's uh, a monkey, Heather Graham. Uh, <laughs> the description was like, oh, while, their, while their parents are you know ignoring them or something, they they befriend a monkey who's struggling to be taken seriously as an actor. <laughs> uh, right, I think you just sold me. Yeah. Now uh, I will say this: for this role, I I I'm gonna put in a vote, and then you guys can vote to decide. Okay. I, I'm gonna pick Pearl Harbor because I I want to do Monkey Up, but I literally I cannot think of a movie I want to watch less than Pearl Harbor instead of Civil War. Fair enough. Yeah. Monkey Up's not so, going anywhere. Yeah. And yeah. yeah this... Like if I, I I'm dying to see Civil War. Cause yeah. I can't wait to see Spidey, but. Uh, if I monkey lost, up sounds yeah. fun, <laughs> guys. It sounds pretty. Fun. We we hundred percent right. we'll have to hold do it. on to monkey. We're up. gonna do it. Well, let's do Pearl Harbor. But we should, yeah, okay. Because I feel like if I lost and then had monkey up, I'd be like, oh well. well <laughs> I hope this monkey we makes should make, it as an actor. We should make the Civil War role mm-hmm. as punishment as possible. Yeah, fair enough, Casey. All right, Casey's rolling. It's uh, three hours of Michael Bay versus Civil War. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're rolling on uh, the bass LP bass drum of death. Mm-hmm. Uh, this could be a is... thing. We could have like it, get, make bands send us their albums. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Send us your we're album. Roll on. We'll <laughs> shout, shout out that we rolled on it. Yeah, uh-huh. and we'll listen to it and say it's great. If it is, <laughs> even yeah. if it's not. Bass drum of death should be noted. One of Champion Lover's favorite bands. Eric Tokar has that sweet jacket. Oh, oh man, that was a three. Should we leave it? <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know. It was interference. I'll, I'll leave right, it if no, you want. Go, no, it's got to hit the record. Okay. And you rolled an eight. Fuck <laughs> you, you bastard. Dope. <clears throat> All right, I'm rolling. That's a seven. Oh, we got an eight and a seven. Bitch. Greg's rolling. Fucking good. I always fucking miss out on the Captain America movies. That's a four. You Son sure of a too. fucking bitch. Yes. I got so fucking <laughs> damn it. You guys don't even read comics. <laughs> Ugh. Bullshit. The, uh, there was this guy with like a glowing thing on his chest. Who is that? <laughs> you, oh, you're talking about Captain Glowy chest? Yeah. Uh, oh. like really good in this man. movie. Metal Man. Uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed Spider Fellow a great deal in this nah. movie. Big green thing. <laughs> oh, that's garbage. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dynamite. We're uh, having fun. Uh, fucking bullshit. That is bullshit. I would not be happy. <laughs> I was like, we should do Pearl Harbor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then you have to see it. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, all right. Well, 
You don't even get a talking monkey who wants to be taken seriously. Nope. All right, just, you could watch that too, though. Just do the really? thing. <laughs> um, all right, it's time now to get out of film roulette. We will talk about those movies and that album next week, and we are going to get straight into Straight Flush. Our segment of the show where we talk about an episode of Fuller House. Um, this was an episode called, uh, I don't remember what it was called. Because it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. Because this, uh, okay. So, uh, things get out of hand when Stephanie's new boyfriend, Hunter Pence of the San Francisco Giants, invites everyone to one of his ba- baseball games. Uh, Stephanie, who is revealed to be the mystery blonde, who appears to be the source of Hunter's worsening battle, uh, batting streak, uh, realizes she cannot handle the pressure of dating a famous athlete, dumps him in front of the stadium, and Max tries to catch a foul ball for show and tell. This is getting real deep in the episode. Yeah, I so it was that you're just <laughs> going through the whole <laughs> yeah. thing here. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. did it. All right. So, was this, there was no lead up to this, right? Just having a famous baseball no, player. No, I think this guy just shows just... up like a fucking episode of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it did make a lot of things make sense. I'm like, that's what's wrong with all the acting on here. Everyone's like when an, uh, when an athlete tries to act. Yeah. That's how everyone's delivering the jokes. Yeah. Because this guy is terrible. I love how bad this guy was. He's my favorite character so far. <laughs> he's my favorite. Is he? Is on the? Is he, this is it? Right? I this so. character on one episode. Um. So some things happen in this episode. Yeah. So well, I've written to start off. Steph is dating a crazy homeless baseball player because <laughs> uh, this guy comes in and he's uh, scruffy. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, just the just the worst actor. And there's a whole bunch of stuff about like the kiss cam. Because DJ gets in over her head when, like, she kisses Matt or whoever. Oh, yeah. The DJ kisses everybody in this uh, episode. Right. And, and then she can't decide between the guy she works with or the guy who was her boyfriend in the original show. Yeah. And then they flash back. Yeah, to the original they show. They do a fl- another flashback another to the one. original show. But this one, they, they discuss it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they walk into the shot. Yeah. yeah. It's like fucking. And they're like, look at this from. But they also flash back to an episode of Fuller House. Yeah. And do the yeah, same thing. And, yeah. And walk into that shot. Yeah. I hate this fucking show. It's the it's, worst. It's so bad. There's there's a point because the baseball guy is talking about how something feels good. I can't remember what. Uh-huh. But he was like, oh, man, that feels better than when you uh, take your cup off after a game. And Kimmy Gibbler goes. Yeah, don't I know it. Does she have a dick? <laughs> Am I, have I missed that this whole time? Uh, because that does make this show way more interesting. Well, they do a lot of stuff like the beginning of the episode. I wrote down um, that, that sausage thing. They, they're they like, oh, he, uh, I tried to uh, feed the baby sausages. But then he's like, so I fed it dog food. Yeah, And then it's like. That's not funny. You just fed a baby dog food. That baby, it's not for for babies. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Well, she goes, and the mom is like, uh, why does the baby's breath smell like, like, uh, ba- uh, Sausage, sausages. Yeah, sausages or something? And the kid's like, because he wouldn't eat Purina or something like that. And it's like, and she's like, oh, you, oh, my family. And I'm like, your kid fucking fed your yeah. baby dog food. Yeah. He's like, next, I'm going to try the acid under the, like, yeah. all the shit under the, <laughs> under the sink, maybe. Like, no. 
Oh, I thought you meant like acid, acid. No, well, like, oh, next thing I'm going to try. smell like acid. <laughs> next thing I'm going to do is try the, like. you wouldn't eat the meth. The Drano. It's like, maybe you should tell your kid, don't put weird things in the baby's mouth. Yeah, or maybe just get rid of that. Maybe she doesn't care. It's going to yeah. grow up to be like one of these irritating assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, What's yeah, his name? So, has a pizza fork. I wrote that down. Yeah, he wears a pizza wears fork. Wears a pizza. The the hunter. Yep. You guys are saying pizza fork like it's a thing. <laughs> nope. That's concerning. My pizza fork is this hand right here. <laughs> <laughs> eating pizza with unless you're at a fancy restaurant. My <laughs> pizza fork <laughs> is strong. Uh, yeah. So he's like, because he says something like, "Boy, I love pizza." It seems apropos of nothing. It's yeah. like, hey guys, I like. By the way, I like pizza. I even have a fork around my neck with which to eat pizza. Yeah. Now they're like, is it true that you you eat pizza with a fork? And he's like, don't believe everything you read except for that, because fuck yeah, wear a fucking fork <laughs> around my fucking neck. All right, so there was some semblance of a point to saying that. Oh, well. It led to a sweet, sweet joke. Far. A really You're funny right. joke, yeah. Yeah. And uh, then later, he's still wearing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a payoff. Yeah. Really um, good. There's a lot of payoffs in this. They they yeah. really are pushing the like, we'll do it until it's funny. Oh God. Uh so okay, so basically the gist of this is that he's dating this baseball player is dating Stephanie and um because he's dating her, he sucks at baseball now. Yeah. And he's got to get his baseball swing back. Yeah. And in order to do that, she might have to break up with him. Yeah. And also, he's got her a gig singing Take Me Out to the Ball yeah. Game. Yeah, right, because she's starting a singing career. Yeah, at the at the game that, that he gets them all tickets to. Uh, so the, a lot of this revolves around them being at a baseball game. Yeah. yeah. And they, they shot it at a real baseball game. Yeah. And apparently, at the time, fans were mad because it was, like, interrupting the actual baseball game. I would imagine, because the show wasn't... Because like, I just dumped all these episodes at once it's not like they were like hey i love this show yeah who's like that but you know what i mean like like it's just now yeah nothing there is recognizable or you know uh, anyway um (sighs) i do want to say the whole kiss cam thing Uh um this is another opportunity where they have the ability to maybe end the show with like you know oh we learned something but it's like all that she learns is like oh i lied to these people and then like it's all okay yeah so, like, l- don't worry about if you, like, lied about something really serious, because it'll probably work out in the end. They'll forgive you. Yeah. yeah. Like, if like you're, they if really it, push it that to the side. Like, if you're a woman, you can totally lie to guys about kissing everybody, because uh, guys are cool with that. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if it's if it goes that far. And also, I have written down here, because she kisses two dudes a bunch of times in this, uh, like, two different dudes. And I was like, I wonder if Kurt Cameron called her afterwards and totally slut-shamed her for this. <laughs> I bet he did. He's you, like, did you guys see that, that thing, the Kurt Cameron thing that he said? No. Was in the news? No. What's he, he in the news for? Well, oh. what he said was that uh, a woman's job is to support her husband. She's she's there to support whatever her husband does and says, oh my God. and and uh, that's what a good woman does. <sighs> no matter if her husband's right or wrong or whatever, blah blah blah. That's what a good woman does. So that's that's his big press release. Like uh, it, it seems like he's, he's just trying to be a villain. <laughs> you know, like that, that's not even yeah. even if you're fucking fundamentalist, fucking you know, crazy nutbag, which obviously he is. You don't. You must know that you're saying something stupid. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway. Yeah, he was probably he like, is... this show doesn't fit into our values. Yeah. 
Uh, you aren't even married to either of those men, and you're not kissing them for the sake of procreation to make our God happy. <laughs> I don't know why he sounds like T.J. Miller, but... Happy in Denver! <laughs> yeah, I re- like my patience with the show, so it, I say it every week, but holy shit, this is a bad show. Yeah, I cannot wait for this to And be all I was searching over. for it on Google, and one of the auto suggestions was season two, so people are looking for season two. <laughs> Another one of the auto suggestions was kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I have written down here uh, that I and and I feel like it bears uh, repeating. The older kid, the older son, yeah. is an absolute zero. <laughs> that kid has <laughs> nothing going on. Yeah. Oh, and there's this whole subplot about how um, one of the guys that uh, that DJ Tanner kisses gives him um, his credit card mm-hmm. and goes, "Here, yeah. go get yourself some snacks on me." And he ends up buying this girl that he likes. Yeah. A two hundred and fifty dollar jersey. Yes, and you go. Okay, this is something that here's a teachable moment. Exactly, but it leads to absolutely nothing. It pays off as an afterthought. Yeah, like it's a major plot. Clean his car. Yeah, he goes. Like they go. Oh, by the way, whatever happened with you buying that two hundred and fifty thing with the uh, dollar thing with the guy's credit card? Oh, I just have to clean his car. Because that's worth it's a complete afterthought. And I'm like, this is one of your plot points. Yeah. Like, this this is what you're building the show on. Yeah. But they don't care. That's the thing that bothers me the most is that nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. Like, it's the most shoddily made show. What a bummer. It's such a bummer. I hate everyone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, you know what's not a bummer? Seeing Civil War. I hate both of you. Uh, Come on. Fucking, I missed Winter Soldier, too. Yeah. Yeah. I missed Avengers, but I got you back by tweeting your right, texting you right before to tell you your hero died. Did one of your heroes just die? Enjoy the movie. Oh, I'm sorry. I I don't know that I've missed a Marvel movie. Actually, you know what? I missed one Marvel movie, and it was the bad one. The second Thor movie that apparently... Oh, yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. Well, uh, that is our episode. We will uh, be back next week to talk about Civil War. We'll talk about uh, Pearl Harbor and whether or not it deserves its space in the Criterion Collection. Yeah. Uh, of which it was inducted when it came out on DVD but back in the day. Out of print now might fetch a pretty penny if you have it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will talk about those. We'll talk about uh, the album by the Boogie Monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will talk about tons more, what we've been watching, and more news. So hit us up at info at Modern Superior. Tell us what you think of the show. Tell us if you have any feedback about our opinions, if we were right, if we're wrong, who do you agree with, what should we be watching that we're not, uh, <laughs> and more. And uh, please rate and review us on iTunes, as we mentioned off the top of the episode. Uh, we will uh, try and keep in with that and, and shout you out if you if you give us a, a review, good or bad, whatever you think. And as always, follow us on Facebook at SN, SYNWPC and Twitter at SYNWPC. And uh, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Goodbye Internet. Internet. That's oh. why I have abandonment issues. <laughs> <laughs> Onward and fuckward, idiots. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, onward. Oh, shittiots. That's what I meant. Yeah. Onward and fuckward. Onward and fuckward, shittiots. This has been a presentation.
presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.